0: All right. And we are live. The last word, Lord Cognito, E. Bontis, Thai guy, Travis, fresh on that Thursday evening campfire special guest. So we are not going to waste any time. E, how you doing real quick?
1: Uh, Doing excellent. GCX was amazing, but we got a special guest. Travis, how you doing?
0: Good. GCX, Tom. Whoa, Good to see <laughs> you guys. All right. In let's get this thing started.
1: This was- let's get this thing started. Here we go. Welcome to The Last Word, episode number 202. Tonight is a very special episode because we are joined by one of the wizards behind the scenes of Destiny 2. Like many of us, he has been playing video games since he could sit upright. From Castlevania to Counter-Strike, his tastes were varied, but it helped him find his path in life. This man started his journey making games back in the PS2 era with the world's favorite web web slinger in Spider-Man 3. He has been an integral part of Day One Studios, Robo Robo Moto, and even EA before he landed at Bungie more than 10 years ago. Those who have worked alongside him have nothing but praise for his enthusiasm, knowledge, and passion he brings to every studio he has worked at. In his 10 years at Bungie, we have this man and the many teams he has worked with to thank for Destiny 1's Moon and Mars destinations, the opening missions in Destiny 2's Red War campaign, the three week cycle in the Dreaming City, and Seasons of Dawn. Opulence, Arrivals, Chosen, Splicer, the 30th anniversary, and now Season of the Haunted. So let's welcome a true hunter at heart, a Boilermaker from Indiana, one who enjoys a wide variety of movies, from Spaceballs to Everything Everywhere All at Once, a man who has a wide variety of food tastes, from kimchi as a snack to a can of sardines with lunch. He draws inspiration from all sorts of games, but even franchises close to my heart, like Zelda and Mario. It's been quite a journey for this man who is a fan of Bungie as a player and completed the Halo campaign in one sitting to recently getting to drop the bomb of news as a developer at the same studio that the beloved Galahorn was coming back to Destiny 2. So let's hear it for the one, the only, creative lead at Bungie, Tom Farnsworth.
2: How you doing, sir? Excellent. That's that's hard to
0: follow up there. That's a great <laughs> intro.
2: Like You guys are really good at this. And no, like, it, it's... It's really great to be here, and I, I, you know, I've been at Bungie a little while now, or just a, just, a, just a few years just a here, minute. and uh, just a minute. And I, I, I really want to thank you for for inviting me. Let me be here today to talk about uh, Season of the Haunted, and you know, a little bit about myself too, maybe. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean,
1: first thing I did want to start with before we get into the seasonal stuff is I just, just kind of want you to explain to the audience and everybody who hears this, what it is you do at Bungie as a creative lead and, you know, maybe sure. a couple steps along the journey. But what is your role at the company, at least for now?
2: Yeah, so at the, currently my role, I'm a creative lead on our seasonal team. Uh, the, co- the team is codenamed Vanguard. Uh, and we have two teams, Alpha and Omega, and I'm the creative lead for Vanguard Alpha. So. Uh, basically, I take our business goals, our uh, kind of creative leadership goals, what we think players are excited about, what you all really want out of Destiny as it, and what uh, we, we, you know, we're trying to make you happy with what we're building, surprise and delight y'all, and then what the team is excited about, and trying to find that intersection between like, yeah, what what can we do uh, that, we, what can we afford to do, and what are we really excited as it creatively uh,
0: put together for y'all. Awesome. Nice, nice. So we're gonna get right into these uh questions. So yeah,
1: you want to take it off there, Kyle, with the next one?
0: Yeah, let's jump off, man. So you, you know you're this huge veteran in Bungie, 10 10 year in the game, and um obviously season the haunted is here. But what I want to talk to you is kind of like the uh the, the annual expansion kind of versus the seasonal releases and mm-hmm. um kind of what the challenges you face. Obviously, you guys switch to that mm-hmm. model, and um as far as like trying the, the challenges as far as trying to make enough content, and also like does the DCV the Destiny content vault become a factor when you're making seasonal content?
2: So I'll start with the challenges for the annual versus the seasonal. So, the, the, the annual, like we've got obviously a team that's devoted just to that, and they're kind of like off planning that. And I think in terms of the seasons, like our biggest challenge with these, we're on the seasons team, is like just trying to line it all up, right? Like they've got this, you know, like they're kind of like the blockbuster movie, and we're kind of like the serial TV show. And we have to really work with them to line up what that through line is for the year. And that's that takes a lot of work. It's really taken us. I think if you look past the, like, the past three years, like it's only like since like, season thirteen, like right, I think you all started to really feel like, oh, Bungie's got this plan. Like we're sitting down, like like at all, and all this makes sense. And like we, I think this year it's been even stronger, right? We've got that was really strong handshakes with those teams, and the narrative team is just kicking butt, which is awesome. And um, so that's really. Uh, been something that it's taken a, a number of years for us to get good at. And and we're, we're, I think we're pretty secure in that space now. Uh, in terms of like the, the content vault side of things, right, I think there's a, a a few ways you can look at that, right? There's like raids which we just kind of like we pull them out of the vault, we upgrade them to match the sandbox. So the Destiny 2 sandbox now is a little different than the Destiny 2 sandbox when it started for... <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, for <laughs> those of you who've been here with us, like, you know, dual weapons versus like Solar 3.0 right now. Uh, It's a pretty big Delta. So we have to do a lot of updating and work and to bring those things out of the vault. Where I think if you look at like season 17, what we're doing is we're kind of like, we're not really bringing something out of the vault. We're like remixing or evolving something, right? We want, like, that's more like the live side of things where we want to evolve the world. And we want to take something like the Leviathan and use it to tell a really cool part of the story. Like, you know, Callus is back we, we, we uh, some our our narrative staff and our team like came up with this idea for presage right many many seasons ago in season thirteen. That and that was like an idea that came from the team. That did not come from me or the creative leadership team. Like our writers and the designers in a brainstorm were like, "What if we did something that was like Event Horizon? What if the what if the ship came back wrong?" And that was presage. And then that became you know that that mission. And then now like a year later, it became a season. And that's one thing. I, one thing I really like about working at and the creative process, and like, from that idea, then we were able to look at, like, oh, what if it Leviathan came back wrong? What if like Leviathan was haunted? And so I think that says kind of around that back up. Then it's like, yeah, we're going to pull things out of the vault and update them. And we're going to also like, find really cool ways to evolve the world that makes sense for where we're going with the narrative.
3: So I don't Travis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, between seasons, we've had lots of different types of events and lots of different types of content, from you know uh our our unmatch made uh, public events uh kind of that you guys did earlier seasons to stuff like e- expunge and severed and uh the leviathan patrol so we've seen lots of different types of seasonal content what decides for your team kind of the scale of the season is the limitation how much time you guys have because obviously that's a factor with the fact that you guys have to roll these out so frequently um is it thematic elements where you're really just doing whatever you need to, to serve the story, or is it something else that players don't even really know about or take into consideration?
2: I think it anymore. We've been trying to like plan things out longer for just to give the team the time it needs. So we're not reacting. We're like, you know, we're building to a plan and that means we're kind of looking at like each season, like next to the next, so we can have some contrast and variety. I think like at a high level, uh, at at a lower level, we also kind of have these you know frameworks that we've built like you know like a cool six player thing and then there's battlegrounds and there'll be times like season seventeen where we do something new where we try to do like a seasonal destination and we we take a risk and um we we try to uh build a new loop wave like like we have where like three players can go to the destination they can get they can do the public event. They can get opulent weapons. But paid players can also do kind of a weekly mission, like we've normally done. So there's there's things that are familiar there, and there are things that are new. And I think you'll always find that like we're going to be kind trying to straddle like uh, like I think as you mentioned like we're always trying to balance like what is new versus like what we're building on uh, from the past. And but I think if you like season to season, it might not seem like much. But if you step back and look like two or three years ago, like we've evolved a lot oh, over yeah. over season to season. And, it, and like, we didn't even have seasonal storytelling like we have now until like season 11 was like the start of that. And then, you know, then like the best we could do was, which was great at the time. Um We had the heiress moments where you would go to the tree and you would talk to heiress. Yeah, so. Right. And that was our first little like, Oh, what if we did this, every week we did a little story beat and then season 13 a few seasons just two seasons later we're like what if every week we had like a serialized story like mandalorian where every week i'm excited to log in and i think so you're gonna see like incremental changes and every once in a while you'll see a big leap where like all of a sudden you're like oh aha here's something that's new yeah so it's and i I,
3: one of the one of the things that um you guys tried out was doing those live events like when the uh the space station crashed into the tower and we were all there yeah. watching it kind of float down. Yes. We we haven't seen that since. Is that was that an idea that you guys hope to pursue and the moment just hasn't arrived yet, or was there a reason you kind of left it off the table recently or
2: I think part of it is you have we have to find a moment where it makes sense for the story. And like, it, there really needs to be something of that scale, like where we can set, it's hard to set up like world ending events over and over <laughs> and over. And it's like, it's tiring too. And, the world ends not again. No, no, and, and, and the, that we run into this every every season. It's like, who's the bad guy? It's like, no, it's like, what if, what if we did a political story this season? And it was about the fallen. Like, I so I think that, that was a great yeah. season. Yeah.
0: Shout out to Lakshmi. She was out here. She was, oh, Lakshmi. She, 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 had, she had her ideology RIP Lakshmi. Oh, her. Her, her voice actress is oh she's so oh, good too I love her oh, oh my Shora God. she's yes. oh man the and, raspy oh I love that voice good too Sorry. yeah and like there's
2: very few things that I get to like help with and that Julia ultimately made who's our narrative lead ultimately made the decision for that but like we had definitely like had earmarked we're like we're getting we're bringing Shora back even though we ended up killing the character off. but um, <laughs> and then, and then um, we
3: did an episode over a screenshot of her lying dead so yes. that's how that's how we felt about that about that
2: uh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I can I sidetrack
2: there? No, 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 oh, that's good. Good. That,
1: that's all good. So you've been involved in so many seasons, and you've been with Bungie, had different roles and things. At your level now, being the creative lead, but you work with many teams, what is, do you have, like, a favorite piece of it? Is it, like, the creation process? Is it when you start to finally kind of mesh out what the activities are? What are your favorite pieces of actually just making a season since you've made so many?
2: So... Like my job evolves uh, over the course of the calendar of the project, right? Every season goes from like a pitch through like kind of a pre-production production and post-production to launch and then live support. And at the same time, we're, you know, we're supporting that we're already like pitching and working on the next thing. So it's kind of like it was relay race. And then you've got another team over there and we're together we're doing this complicated dance. Um, my, my main creative input is the pitch because like that's where I like I go to Robbie Stevens, who's my lead and our larger leadership group, Joe, everybody, and they're like, Tom, these are the goals. We want you to build a season about a hacker or, or something kinda like yeah, that. Yeah, that and okay. and like try to find a way to make that work in Destiny. Then I go to our narrative lead and our art director and other people and then our designers. I'm like, What is a hacker in Destiny? And they're like, Tom, it's a splicer. I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, like and like how do we make this work with the plot? And like they're like, Oh, we're gonna have this, uh, we need to have something with this political story about the fallen, and we're bringing these these new factions in, uh, to, and it's gonna be a changing uh, world in Destiny, right? Like we wanna evolve the story season over season. And then I have to kind of like figure out like, oh, like what's the threat this season? Like, and then someone was like, what if the, the power went out? And I'm like, what if it was th- an endless night? And And like, And then trying to shop those ideas around and make them work and get feedback from people and then push like basically boil that down into a, a big PowerPoint deck (laughs) yeah. and make, make terrible designer concept art and get really good concept art from my art director, Uh, figure out what the rewards are, what the activity structure is like is, yeah, it's going to be a six player activity and like a three player activity. We usually build like a grind activity and we build like a story activity like for the season. Um, And that's really where i'm spending the most time but i it's not me i want to like make sure that everyone knows like i'm just there to collect everyone's idea and make sure the best ideas survive and the, the the worst ideas kind of get pushed out of the way and a lot of the best ideas don't come from me like like presage did not come from leadership and this season like season of the haunted the best idea like some of the best ideas like i like when we pitched this season like it didn't have a scythe in it i was like it's gonna be about reapers and, and everyone's like what if we did a scythe and i was like <laughs> it's
1: like, I was like, you're
2: like, I was yes. like, duh, yes. So we're gonna do that, and so it's really creative leads at Bungie and leaders at Bungie. The higher you go, the bigger the box that you're given, the bigger the challenge, and it's your job to break those into smaller pieces and then go to the team and find the best ideas and like get really good at it and then putting it, putting that into your design and leveling it up. So that's so really would, my favorite part is like working with the team and like getting their best best ideas and bringing it all to you.
3: Now I just want to hear all the worst ideas. I want to do a whole <laughs> I mean, episode of And there are bad ideas
2: all the time. <laughs> Most of my ideas, the, my first pitch, it's like, it's like, not that good. So is there, um, is there a memorable, like, bad idea that you could yeah, say? Yeah, can we get happened? one? we
0: get one bad get idea? One, I mean, that could have happened. <laughs> if let me, not, let me think we about, get
2: it, but yeah. Um, let me see some bad ideas. I'm trying to think here. So there are there are often, like, Bad ideas that we can turn into good ideas. Like we often want to do a, like Joe had a tweet about this other day. Uh, like we want to do cute things on and, and an alpha, like we like try to get like something fun or Mimi in there. And like Star Horse is something I think that could have been bad. But like we initially, uh, when we were working on that for thirtieth, uh, like I was talking to to Luke and other people like, what? We need a character for this, but we want it to be like fourth wall breaking and weird. Uh, but it, like, like, what if it was the horse? <laughs> and 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 it seemed and like and then for a while, like I even like I took it out of the deck. I was like, I don't maybe I don't maybe I don't want to put that in front of people. And then Luke was like, No, Tom, put it back in there. It's it's gonna be funny. And I was like, You're right. You're right about that. And then I went to Nick Artazone, who's our who's our lead writer on that. And I was like, Could could you? What would it be like if the horse talked? And he's like, I, I got this, Tom. And he came back with the whole like what you see right now in the game show, right? Like, Zur says some dry line, and and then Star Horse reacts, (laughs) (laughs) and then Xur reacts, which is, like, the classic. It's, like, it's almost a group. It's, like, group, like, from, uh, and then then I knew we had something good. But until then, I was, like, totally on the fence. And then with 30th, we had the game show fantasy, and that was the thing where, like, we didn't lean into it really hard. And after uh, I got that back from Nuke, it's, like, okay, lean really hard into this. And that's where we ended up getting like the ridiculous quotes from like game shows that I hadn't even heard of some of them. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's probably the best example was like star horse was pretty
0: weird. <laughs> oh, this is, this is amazing, so man. I, I, yeah. Uh, so far. Yeah. I was just going to say just, you know, with all that and, you know, we're talking narrative and it's clear you guys are firing all, all cylinders. It it's, For me as a a Destiny fan, it's really cool to see because I've been criticized for loving this game for so long and and the joke was, how could you love this game? It has no story. Like this is from like way back for people who don't play the game consistently, but to their defense, at the time the narrative wasn't where it is now. So to see it all come together, now Season of the Haunted, now we got these really deep emotional connection sever stories, right, that are really, really entrenched and getting deep. So like, I know you've explained, like, the process of how it works within the overall arching story, how you guys have to collaborate almost like tune in next week, you know, kind of a deal. But, like, how is it to really focus now on these truly emotional bits with Sever and, and Season of the Haunted?
2: Yeah, I mean, w- with this, the narrative team really came in that they wanted to a- address the nightmares and from Keep in a new and compelling way. And they wanted to do it through the lens of these characters that, that we'd grown attached to, like, you know, the Zavala and uh, Crow and Kayatol, and really be able to show new depth to those characters, right? Like before this week, like, I don't know, there's like the, the, the Zavala stuff this past few weeks has been incredible, right? Like, like, and uh, like, I take no credit for any of that. It like, gets all the narrative team and their hard work. And I I, it, I mean, I also want to say that like, you know, mental health is you know, a real challenging space. Based for, I mean, look, 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 for all of us right now in the world, but even for this, m- m- most people have suffered some trauma in their life. So it, it is relatable in that way. And that I think the best stories are relatable and human. And the narrative team, I think uh, there's some articles out right now that uh, Robert Brooks kind of spoke to some of his own personal experiences of dealing with trauma. And like so like, I think a lot of the, the reason why it resonates and it's working is because people are like, really speaking from a place of experience there and uh, with a lot of care uh, for these characters and um, I, I think like that's really what excites me about being able to kind of build a skeleton or a framework and for a season ha- and hand it to our writers or to our designers or our artists because they can really be the ones to like to make make these things sing
0: very nice. cool. Very cool. Feel it, Like I said, it's, it's just been, it's a pleasure every week because I, I get excited. When you log in on reset and it's like, you see the little flash and I go over to the hell. Okay. What's happening this week? The same thing with prior seasons. You know, it, it's always been, especially the Sabbath season. I gotta give credit to Like I love that. Like I, she, it, I, I wasn't comfortable visiting her <laughs> It's <laughs> like a cool kind of thing because I wanted to know what manipulative things she was going to say and who she was going to affect. So I thought that was interesting. But shout, shout out to the entire team. You guys are killing it with the with the narrative. Absolutely. Thank you.
3: Do, does uh, the seasonal group also, are they also responsible for like stuff like the dungeon? Du- duality? Were you guys involved in duality or is that sort of a separate team? Because I know raids
2: are a separate team. And- we collaborate with them. So like when, like y- you can obviously look at duality and the season, right? And they are kind of under the same creative space around the leviathan and that was something that our creative goals were trying to do we wanted to tell a larger story and um our narrative staff was was, was shared across that so like we can you can see there's but there's like hi and his and crow's side of the story and there's calluses side of the story um but all, all the raids uh, and dungeons are done by the raids and dungeon team which internally we call rad so R nice. yeah. uh, so A D Raid and Dungeon. That's rad. a pretty cool P- name. P- yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
3: it's that's it's, bunch it's, bunch it's pretty cool. <laughs>
2: um, and they're amazing, right? They're great partners, and like being able to have like them delivering content like every season is just huge. I think for players and, and for us because like like I, I I still have some of my fondest memories of playing Destiny are still of getting my friends together and getting into like Vault of Glass and like guiding people through on their first time and getting my mythic classed like after after like failing okay. for hours and dying and like oh we're gonna quit and um so like they really uh, are a, hu- a great incredible part and
3: just
0: yeah it's nice now i'm
3: imagining the raid and dungeon team skateboarding into the bungee office every day because they're (laughs) they're the rad group um so so uh but now now this is sort of new which is raids and dungeons have stories now which obviously impacts you and the seasonal team especially since there's not only thematic overlap but overlap, Mm -hmm. but there's story overlap so how do you guys parse things like working on mechanics and the games part of a dungeon with like the story. And because obviously the most recent raid is super story heavy and has huge implications on the future of destiny's narrative. The current dungeon that we're dealing with uh, ties a lot into the story of this season. So what is that collaboration like when you have to make gameplay
2: and story kind of collide? So Brian Frank spoke to us a bit last week and some of the, and I think there will be some articles and press coming up this week, but like, they they start from like a really simple theme and like duality like it's right in the name right sure like and like the the, the two worlds the two split spaces and we've kind of done versions of that before like Dreaming City and the the strike with the uh, the corrupted strike where like we kind of went back and forth between one reality and another on the ascendant plane but like what if we did it in a way that players had control and like that was really the problem space. That Brian had given to the team I was like, "What? Yeah, what if we take this mechanic all the way?" And they also uh worked with the narrative team to really like understand, like, okay, like if we're going in and out of a, like this place of what is it? Is it a nightmare? Like, yeah, that mm. sounds like awesome. It's like just right in line with this theme of the season. And that's how they're kind of dipping their toes into what we were doing. And we because like we were like, okay, you can do anything in the Leviathan. You can do anything with the Shadow Keep nightmares. Or anything with the presage stuff. And I think they did a pretty good job of, like, you kind of start with a Presage vibe, and then you work your way into the Nightmare vibes, uh, and then they be told because we have the shared narrative staff, the narrative team can really kind of, like, make it so, like, the seasonal story is, is contained, and the dungeon story is contained, but together they tell a larger story, like, so you don't, you don't have to experience one or the other, uh, but if you do, you get a richer understanding of the world.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Good, good uh
1: yeah so i wanted to kind of ask is you take say like witch queen and season of the risen you get a big expansion you get a season that comes with those and then you get the next following season i wanted to ask you what it's like to decide because in destiny there's always the joke of there's a lot of stories kind of up in the air with regards to how do you decide what to tell next i mean is it planned way far back as you said trying to make that through line and just what is that like process to decide how is this story going to make it all the way through a year? How far do you step away from it? Because as you kind of decided, as you, as you mentioned, um, you have the big blockbuster movie and then you have mm-hmm. the syndicated TV show. And then mm-hmm. even in syndicated TV shows, you have like the filler episodes, which I'm not calling it, not calling a season that, but you have like, then you have like the big <laughs> over arcs and stuff like that. So, so, true. So, true. so it's like, how do you, how do you decide what story to tell and when? I guess that's the question I'm getting to.
0: Yeah. I,
2: we, I mean, we have over the past few years, we've really built up the narrative organization and destiny and our lead, their leadership group is like, kind of like steering, you know, like, like I think if you we were like refer to like, you know, the, the fact that we put the roadmap out for the next several annual releases, right? Like they have the plan. I don't always have the plan, but they have it and they're working towards very specific uh, goals and endpoints. And, points, and there are times in the season where it's like, oh, it would be cool like if we picked up this this thread. Or there are times where, like, I think if you look at season of Haunted, you can say like, yeah, they they wanted to bring certain characters back in the story. Like we wanted callous and others to be part of uh, what's going on th- this season, but they didn't say it needed to be in the Leviathan. They didn't need to say it needed to be with these characters. So there's a certain amount of it is like the leadership picks some like a bullet point list. Of things uh, they would like. Uh, and okay. and like at a very high level, that's what the roadmap is. It's just a it's just a set of, of bullet pointed lists that, that like our goals and constraints or just, you know, seeds of an idea. And then, then that goes to our, our leadership team and the the leadership team's on the seasonal team or on the annual teams. And then we're like what could those be? And then we, you know, then we work through our pitch and we hand it back up to them and we're like, is that okay? And, and they might be like, change those things. And then we, 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 after a few iterations, we get to a place where we're happy with it and then we pitch it and we, we build it. So you guys yeah.
3: are the improv team and you're getting suggestions <laughs> from the audience is what you're
0: saying. Yeah.
3: yeah. I get a suggestion from the audience. All right, let's do a scene about that.
0: Because we, we here at the Warlock delegation would like to know if Osiris is going to get a bullet point one day because... Oh,
3: boy. Oh, my God. You yeah, know,
0: yeah. We, we just, you know, at, at some point, I guess I, I'm saying it just, obviously, I'm a big, well, I get a big Osiris fan, but my question is, are those, like you said, you, you, almost like a submittal sub to the team say, okay, this is what we're thinking about. They, these are characters we're thinking about using it. Is there ever some push pull? But like, hey, we really would like to use this character. I mean, maybe the yeah. overarching TV series might say, Hey, not yet. Final shape, y'all. We got some things <laughs> we want to do, hey, and yeah. we're you know, we not ready for you. Okay,
2: <laughs> I've I been mean, speaking for, for Julia a little bit here, but yeah, casting is always interesting because we only get so many voices, and then sometimes you can't get an actor. Right, if you can't get an actor in because they get a movie or a TV mm-hmm. show, like you have to change your cast up, and that, that okay. changes everything. Yeah. And then, like sometimes we want to kill a character off because we want to have stakes, like we did uh, in in season of the Splicer. and like that's a big deal, like to kill a character and, and like so they often or, like, or three are... full
3: factions in your case, or yeah, or three <laughs> yeah, full factions. You can blame me. Re- Re- um, Re- I'll take blame Re-
2: for that. The, the, the purple ball and drop pods, you can put those all on me too. Yeah.
3: I'm going to Now you put to. a face
2: to the blame, it's fine.
3: Yeah. yeah. And, and that, oh my Lord. In that in that season, the character he chose to kill was you. Your day. character. Yeah. With the every,
2: every time a drop pod kills somebody, I, I don't an angel doesn't get their wings, but maybe Yeah. I, I guess you, I just drink for tears.
3: You got a bonus, I guess. <laughs> um you did it for the glimmer. Uh yeah, so a a question I have is so in it like most bungie devs i've talked to and i have i've had the you know the pleasure of going to bungie hq a lot to do coverage um, they are all destiny players which is a very yeah. weird experience because you see them in their pr hat and then after the event you go and you have a beer with them and they're just like talking about how they got to go home and grind which is kind of crazy right so everyone on this podcast as well as every guest we've ever had has had pet projects that we wish destiny would just like take on for example, my pet project is making a ranking system, rank tiered system <laughs> like Rocket <Lake, laughs> putting that in con- <laughs> comp. Hey, look, I'm just throwing it out there. You I know, know you're not. I know I know. You're my DMs. for it, but yeah, here you go it's if like, you ever H- need H- me. <laughs> um, what? So my question is, what? You're also a Destiny fan, which means I know you've got pet projects, things that you wish Destiny would add on you know cog i think it's like adding srl back in the game i don't know oh. people have people all have these pet projects what is your thing that you just as a fan wish that that bungie would would just decide you you wish that a note would come from those higher-ups that had a bullet point that said go and work on this you wish that it was that
2: <laughs> i think we already got the ones in that i wanted like over the past few years trying to get to this like a, a serial story like over the week that, that's didn't all come from me, right? Like that's that came from our narrative group. It came from our leads. It came to like from us just like trying to like, can we actually build this? Like that's something I've been really happy about. Um There's things that as a hunter I want, but I can't get. So like, <laughs> Tell I, I, that. I play hunter. Um, no, I mean, so this is like, I love what our sandbox team is doing, but I just I played D one. I just remember Arcblade back in the day, and I and I like and I like Voidblade and like Spectral Blades and like that's cool, but just like. I remember at a certain point in Taken King where I, I was, I had like a hopscotch pilgrim and a shotgun and um, like another heavy weapon. And I had just like mastered that play style and then Taken King came out and it all changed. And <laughs> and, I, and also I've gotten older and I have like four boys now and I just have never gotten that good again. So I need to like, I, I still play a lot. Um, but I, I, I wish I had the time to get back to play at that level again and understand the sandbox at that level it's like working on a game for 10 years and, and playing it for 10 years, it's been crazy. Like, I never thought I would do this. At all the other studios I worked at bunch of it was a
0: year or two. And, wow. Wow. Yeah. Very so I, so so
3: Blade Dancer returning confirmed listeners. Yeah, he did <laughs> want, want Blink. He leaked it. He leaked
2: <laughs> it. I, I mean, um, <laughs> again, that's, that's just me as a player from a long time ago. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
0: joking. Compartmentalization
2: is key there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Cog, you got
1: one more?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, it's so cool to see the evolution, you know, and um, to see where you guys are going with this thing. And, you know, one thing that I find interesting and me and Travis have talked about it from the whole, we talked, obviously we talked story, we talked about expansion, we talked about Sabathun and then, and, and then we got Rolk and The Witness and stuff like that. And to know that there is that long-term plan, right. And to see where that thing is going. And, I guess, like I said, the excitement is for me particularly has been with the seasonal model is what where is it going to go next? What what is the next major story beat? And um, yeah, I, th- I think it's just one of those things that, you know, we're, we're excited with, with everything you guys are doing. I, I cannot wait to see where the story goes, to be honest. Like, that is literally to be like I tell people all the time that don't play Destiny, you know, Destiny is in its best place narratively right now if, if you care about story if you care about character and development and where this thing is going crow we need to hurry you up into the hunter crow, yeah hey, oh we need to hurry you up crow but uh, he's gotta earn but, it
3: he's gotta earn it he has <laughs> got to earn
0: it he now got over his
3: trauma now he's ready to earn it okay right. we got yeah. it.
0: But, but i will say i am very excited to see what you do with the future but also specifically this season i know kyle's coming and that relationship because you, you, oh, you, you, you gave way. us some threads with duality I love the the relationship there as far as the callous gall, even to say, hey, I spared your hand if it wasn't for your daughter. Like I love the these type of interactive band. And the thing I want to give you guys credit while you're here is one of my major peeves, and E knows this, is that Having the multiple characters interact with each other, the multiple voice actors, that to me made the world seem more alive. You know, when I would do some of the battleground missions, and Saladin will be talking, and Osiris will be talking, like that, now it feels like this world you created. So, salute to the team and kudos on that because I, I just feel that narratively, you guys are really in the best place. And to see the progression of this game on that level has been good. Yeah,
3: yeah of Go ahead. I was just going to say quick before you go, because I know we're running out of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite season that your team worked on, and favorite season that Vanguard Omega worked on?
2: Mm. Good one. Um, Let me see. Uh, I mean, 30th was a blast. There you, yeah, 30th, 30th, I 30th, 30th, you Because it wasn't like a normal season. We got to just be wacky and weird, and the team really... I think all the teams, like, everyone's—Sam, saying so weapons, narrative, like, everybody like activity designers like, all brought their a game is incredible um and from o- omega like um I, I i still feel like chosen was, was really good and i know they like, season uh season uh, 15 with the Awoken was amazing and i'm really excited about the next few ones that they're working <laughs> on too um like it's that's another thing that's really interesting about like working on the seasons is like I, we only work on half over there and I don't work on the annual stuff. So our whole team, like we get to be just like y'all like, we get to be fans when the other releases are dropping. So like when season 18 comes out, I'm going to be right there, like ready to play it. I barely know anything. It's awesome.
0: Cool. Nice. cool. E, real quick. Are you going to ask the raid question? <laughs> Favorite raid? You know, we always do the tradition. Oh, yeah,
1: I guess that may be, <laughs> that's a fun way to end it. Um, But I just wanted to say, first off, I want to say thank you for coming on the show. Cause I know we are running low oh. on time. But it was an absolute pleasure having you. But as we always have a little bit of contention here, and you've been at Destiny and Bungie in the mix for a long time as a player, top three raids, can you rank three? Can I rank three?
2: For a full franchise,
1: doesn't matter. D1 or D2. Mm -hmm. We need to know. My personal
0: three. Yeah, this is your personal three. We'll judge you accordingly. As a player, (laughs) this is
1: dev is off the table right now
2: kind of throw uh, dungeons in there too and just mix three at the top why not?
0: Yeah. I guess so he kind of
2: cheating though <laughs> No, no, yeah, I mean it's tough Vogue like, is like probably just my all time favorite just because like the experiences that I had and like it, it, it's, it's more about the friends like I used to play with Pope Bear and a lot of uh, other, kind of other people in the community uh-huh. and then like I think for me it was more but the, all the raids are amazing but it's more about the people and the time Yes. And like I played a ton of Vault of Glass mm. and Crow to End and um, King's Fall with those friends. And those I wouldn't say those are all my favorite, uh, but like Vogue is in my top three for sure. Um, I think Wrath is up up Ooh, there. Wrath is so Bond. so much fun. Yeah. Uh, Great or and, Siege
3: Engine, man. Siege Engine. Yeah, so yeah. And, and I think
2: King's Fall would probably be three just for the scale. Love it. But it yes. was it was really hard. I remember lots of fight, like LFG groups breaking apart at, in that last fight. Oh, that just, broke yeah. friendships.
0: It was yes. really really hard,
2: but it was really good. And and, and also that the T-Rex armor was just
0: Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was solid, man. So he's got he got all those colors. We got Vaughn. we got E's got his you know, it's King's, Falls. King's got, Fall. You got, got Red. The Machine, fan it's basically, it's basically <laughs> my
3: exact order. So. Yeah. yeah. So. The
0: only one I would say in contention probably would be Last Wish could sneak in the mix with those three. But those three are strong. Super strong. I like it. I'm, I'm, he, I'm convinced.
1: <laughs> well, from the inspira- from getting to know you a little bit from kind of the questions that I sent you and seeing where a lot of your even inspiration has even come from you know, you say Mario or Zelda and this gets pulled from here and the other stuff. I know I'm very excited for what's to come in the future. And all I can say is when we see on Twitter that you guys scream Bungie all the time, that actually makes it really fun to follow a lot of you guys because you all being extremely excited to work for the company that you work for, being excited for the future. And that's like code word of, I just saw this amazing thing and I can't say anything about it except scream the word Bungie. yeah. <laughs> <India>. <laughs> oh, that's what
0: that means? Uh, oh, okay. That's the, um, that's
1: the next one that you get. Non-disclosure <laughs> da- agreement. Yeah, that's that's the one that you get to scream out next time. Yeah. NBA, <laughs> Bungie. Um, I, just, I think I'll say on behalf of everybody, it's like the stories that you guys have been telling, especially in the past couple of years. I even mentioned at one point, "Is like, hey, can we get like an animated?" And then these like, "I don't know what to call them—the ink blot animated cutscenes." You know Like the Fire. one we just got with Zavala. With Zavala. Yeah, what what do, what do you guys just, call? Yeah, yeah, what do you call
2: those? Oh, we we call them like uh, I guess either concept art cutscenes or okay. uh, digital art cinematics. Gotcha. Uh, sure. yeah. Cinematics. yeah, Beautiful. Um, yeah.
1: The stories, the seasons. Um, you guys are in a place that is, I feel, running on on just full steam ahead, and I think a lot of us can easily say that we're very excited to see where we're going because after Witch Queen Risen now haunted, hitting deep with the story cuts and everybody's crying on Twitter. I don't know what you're going to do to us next, but I'm not sure the emotions can go for it. But I will say Lightfall is, I I don't know what you're going to do to us, but I think we're all very excited. So as I know we are kind of coming up on time with you, I wanted to give you a chance to step away. But before you go, um, do you have any words for anybody who listens to this or just where to find you? Or just, you know, if you want to drop the giant bomb of what you're working on. I know you can't do that. I'm just kidding. Just (laughs) tell us. No, I mean,
2: first of all, I, I want to say like, I'm out here representing like hundreds of people that work on on at Destiny uh, at Bungie on on Destiny and like I, I'm I'm really like I'm, like super fortunate to be be here and be able to represent the team. But like there's there's so many talented people that go into everything you get to play in Destiny and I'm actually you know I'm, I'm so excited that you all three of you are so passionate and excited about where we're going and like and we're excited too obviously and about the next few years. But like I know there's things too that. There's criticisms of the game too. I don't want, want to like paint that everything's really? perfect in destiny. Keep the feedback coming. Yep. Like we appreciate the community. is amazing. Like we're so lucky. Um, like I'm, I'm on Twitter. If you want to find me, it's Tom from the web, but I mostly just post shit posts and memes and, <laughs> and, and, and other stuff. Don't expect any news there. I, I'm definitely going to defer to our, our community, our community and player support teams. Um, but yeah, was, thank you so much for having me. And um, I, I'll be listening uh, to you
0: guys and then your next your next few podcasts here for sure appreciate you absolute pleasure man love what shout out to you the entire team obviously we know it's a collective effort what you guys are doing it's just fun to see the journey of this game obviously you know we, we have we're gonna give you guys credit and we will criticize when need be of course you know what I'm saying but we love the transparency and the fact that you know I always feel like it's okay to be critical as long as you're respectful exactly. and you have that's that discourse. And that's the main thing. And I, I, I want people to be clear there's a correct way to do it. And we really appreciate the time you and the team kind of gave us just to, to dig deeper into how the behind the, how the cake is yeah. made a little bit, you know, so salute and, you on that. cool.
2: And thank you, Travis, Lord Cognito and Abantes for having me. Thank you so much. Uh, I know like you've taken time, your time out too, the, to, Spend some time with this some some, some game design guy with me. Uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun. We don't get to directly interact with community like this all the time, so that's something awesome. that we're celebrating.
1: It was absolutely yeah, our yeah. pleasure, and please pass along our thanks for for one year time to your family, of course, and place our thanks to or send our thanks to the entire teams. Everybody over yeah. there at the studio is absolutely crushing it. We can't wait to see what's next. And biggest thing to everybody: criticism is real. Just keep it reasonable. Exactly. <laughs> nothing's perfect we're all always trying to get better but uh, yeah we're we're very thankful that you were uh, able to come on and join us yeah next
3: yeah. we need to talk to vanguard omega that's our next uh, next season go. right yeah we just yeah. gonna <laughs> tap, the, tap
1: the other shoulder right
3: yeah for yep. sure all right cool. uh, all right awesome guys, thanks go.
1: Tom. i'm going to uh put a little pause here in the episode so we will be right back for those of you that are live so hang tight and uh we will be back
0: Go for it, go for it. All right, I
1: think is mostly good. What's up, everybody? We should be back. You should be able to hear us. And I know we had a little break in the episode there, but we had to uh, make sure and let Tom get out. So um, thank you guys all for being here for us for the show. If you guys are enjoying it, please make sure you drop some likes on the show. Uh, Thank you guys, chat for being. Very nice and reasonable, too. Um, Good to see chat playing clean and nice with something like this. We want to make sure we can maybe try and do something like that again in the future. Um, Yeah, so part two of the episode is now here. Uh, Tom has taken off to his evening. He's got life and stuff to get to, so we were able to steal a little bit of his time, so we thank you. Um, Before we go touch on that one, though, we all just got back from GCX.
0: Yeah. And somehow
1: we dodged... Did the dodgeball with the virus, um, but it does Mm -hmm. seem like it got a few people, so sorry. I got
3: food poisoning.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah.
3: So here's the thing. Uh, Teddy got COVID, and he was my roommate, right? That thing. But my girlfriend and I, who were in the same room as him, did not get COVID. But Teddy and I both also got food poisoning because Florida is a hellscape. So Teddy got home with... COVID and food poisoning. And Teddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we made the man. mistake of trying to eat pizza in Florida, which is just uh, yeah. like, why would you ever try that? <laughs> you know what's funny is I was standing <laughs> yeah. in line and I said, you I know, said, Teddy. He said,
0: Teddy said, I'm said, still dying in a jet. Yeah,
3: dude, he is for sure. Teddy, oh, like literally, Teddy. Teddy was like, I'm going to get pizza. And I looked at the pizza. I went over to line with him. I was like, dude, that does not look edible. I'm going to sit this one out. And he was like, fine, I'm going to get a pizza by myself. And he got it by himself. I got a different, you know, I got a sandwich or whatever. But Mm -hmm. then we get back up to the hotel room and I'm like, you know what? This pizza looks so terrible. I have to try it just out of morbid curiosity. (laughs) And I tried one slice and I got food poisoning for like two days. It was brutal. Anyway. Uh, I'm never going to Florida again. That state can burn. <laughs> so if you guys
1: didn't meet Travis on this trip, it ain't gonna happen. Cog and I will go back, but yeah, Travis—that that
3: may have been a one-time stuck. thing.
0: No, I will say that it was. It was good yeah. to see y'all. It was yeah, so to, to, to
3: Alex Kilger's point in the comments. Mm-hmm. I'm used to my uh, my kale pizza here in San Francisco. Yeah, There's cauliflower be, crust, yeah, kale cauliflower pizza, crust, yeah. olive olive oil. All that. Yeah, dude, see. literally, Teddy looked at the pizza and he was like. This looks really undercooked, and then he ate it anyway. <laughs> ate no, that
0: is, that is a classic teddy invitation <laughs> That was classic. The pause, the, the the eye was really down. Yes,
3: Yeah, I got really good at my teddy <laughs> impressions. Putting that <those laughs>
0: yes. shout out to everybody. First of all, shout out to y'all. It was so good to see y'all. You know, te- Travis. Yo, you know what's funny? E dealing with Travis on the podcast, right? But in the flesh. It is extra like it is it is everything (laughs) and more live. It is a live show every time I'm with this man. I just can't. You guys guys don't
1: even have a you can't wrap your head around what is Travis in real life. You get the podcast version. He tries not to get my channel demonetized, but
0: yeah, he's light. You don't even know the the last word (laughs) what
1: this man does. For one, this intelligent human, because I know he's not dumb. Wears suits in Florida and then complains about it being hot. That's your own <laughs> damn fault. It's the only clothes he wears. I know, because I went into his room and he's like, look at the clothes I brought. Dress shirts, dress pants, suits. That mm-hmm. was all that was in his closet. I'm pretty sure at that point his suitcase was empty. Oh, so, yeah. pin, he, pin But he does have the pin. inside lapel, not even the, not the lapel, the inside of the coat. It's mm-hmm. embroidered with Tie Guy Travis. That is for real. I have seen it multiple times now.
0: Salute, that was fun,
1: <laughs> hilarious.
0: Uh, and then, like, E obviously, we got a chance to build it. It's oh, Teddy said I can confirm he sleeps in the suit. I'm done. Suit Jammers,
3: <laughs> he's not lying. Suit Jammers,
0: salute, to you bro. And are like, E, it was funny. I gotta shout out some people. Oh, again, shout out to the home shout out to the, the Destiny Bestie. We finally made that happen when everybody got a chance to meet DJ Oros his fam, the whole, the whole crew, you know what I'm saying, IOP that pulled up, Alex back for dead, um, my boy oh, Ty. I was going to
1: say, the- Edwin, since you mentioned uh, DJ Yeah, Yes. Moros,
0: yes. So- Talk about
1: it. Talk so, about okay. it. Okay, so this is a hilarious thing that happened. I blame Cog for this completely. So... Cog tells me DJ Oros is getting ready to, you know, getting ready for COVID. Okay. We're, and he's like, okay. okay. And DJ's like, all right, well, I may not be in the best shape and, you know, none of us were. It's like working on it for next year, but he's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm going to have the best calves and Cog's like, whoa, whoa. Slow down, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, uh, I
0: was
1: You're like, good. so Cog is like building me up and I'm just like, I have no idea what this dude's calves look like, but all of a sudden I have entered a calf off before I even show up at GCX.
3: Hey, yo, so Chad, then finally, yeah. it,
1: well, no, finally he, like, we record episode 200, which I promise you is getting out there, but due to some editing and stuff that I've got to do, it's just going to take me a little while, and I've been trying to catch up on content. So it'll happen. You'll just, you guys will Kong just see it drop. Hey,
0: he just saved me, aka Cog messed it up the recording. Badly.
1: Hey, I've got to, ed- I've just got to do some editing. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully. Cross your fingers, yeah. there's that episode there. was
3: a nightmare. Don't post
0: it. That's my <laughs> shout out to, to Sarko, yeah, Alex. That was there. Shout out to everybody that was patient with my yeah, foolishness. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, um, continue, continue anyway. So,
1: yeah. we get all of 200 recorded Friday night, and we're waiting for all these people whose flights are getting delayed because everybody like physics amazed. they got there at like 12 o'clock, midnight, one o'clock, or whatever. But we're finally waiting, and then you tell me it's like, hey, DJ Oris is coming. So, finally, he gets in there. He comes into the bar and I was like, Hey, how's the hockey treat? And you know, was the first thing I said to him. He's like, Are you seriously? That's what you're gonna say to me. So that was hilarious. And then we do this little calf off and calf off. you you tell me. All right, that, I, look at, I was like, you judged, and you're like, okay, it was good.
0: This is look, but you look, tell, tell work me work out here. This is one of the most intense matchups I was looking forward to. You know, we had to see, you know, the reigning champion from Texas, you know, with Calves the size of cows, we don't call them calves, what he has, you know what I mean? And then the up-and-comer, you know what I'm saying? And I know DJ Oris is outside, I've been in conventions with him, one of the most defined calves I've seen. So I was like, yo, it might be close. Now, initially, I said, I still got faith in my boy, he should pull it off. But it was closer than I, I- thought. It was, was... closer to that though. I get, because he's like, but, but he, he, like, the whole, this man is upset that he lost the calf off. He's like, but, but mine's more defined than his. And I'm like, bro, it's just, you, you lost, it's cool, but, you know, you can, you can <laughs> have that moral victory for yourself, and that's cool, let's go get the drinks, and the whole trip, this man is having his wife take pictures of his calf from oh different angles, <laughs> and it's like, you see, you see, E. this is why he, got I'm like, yo, this is hilarious, but we had so much fun this trip, the Foolishness, and then oh, shout the back for them. Oh no, and, and then, then so I what, I wanted, oh, what? I wanted what I wanted to yeah.
1: wrap up with that was uh, mm-hmm. my wife probably had one of the better jokes of all. Afterwards, was finally like, yes. well, just let them know when you get home, you're gonna start in only cabs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was great, and that's gonna that be great. you know. Some people I hear people have like foot fetishes, so maybe somebody out there has a calf fetish outside of like Lily from How I Met Your Mother. That's the only one I know of, but I thought that was hilarious, and apparently. My ass is a shock absorber. Yes, and Dude, Travis, has tell, Travis has to tell Travis has to tell the story week. because all I knew <laughs> is I'm sitting there. I was like, I got to meet Last Lady Legend, previous guest on the podcast. Um, really cool to chat. I'm literally middle of discussion with her, and then Travis. How does <laughs> so I don't I'm, even know the buildup to this thing. The I was,
3: build up is that I was talking to somebody and I noticed that Ibantis was standing in the distance. And he's super engrossed in a conversation with Lady Legend, who's been a f- friend of the show. Lady Legend, of, if you're friend here, of, here, friend of the show. <laughs> And, uh, I decided that I was going to slap his, his butt to say g- g- hello to him that morning. That was my, my, how, how you doing uh, thing. So I get behind him and I turn to the, all the people behind me, cause everybody sees I'm about to do it and he's completely oblivious. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to make a show out of this. So I did this whole thing. Like, I'm just like warming up my hands. I went in with like a running start, swung my arm as far back as I could and hit him and I've done this many times and you know, to, to other other friends of mine and, and usually you hit them and it's just like this big cracking noise. And then they're like, Oh, you know, like, like jumping around. And no, no noise came out of E at the moment of impact. It was like punching a memory foam mattress. It was unbelievable. It 100% absorbed the blow and my, it, it like I like hit his butt and it like fought back. It like sent like a, like a, like a shockwave <laughs> through my arm and I was like oh my god that like hurt a lot <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, 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 hurt must, I must have
1: been leaning on that cheek or something who knows it was unbelievable
3: but... <laughs> and everyone who was watching me was like did he miss did he, <laughs> did miss? he miss it there was no noise and E didn't react at all he kind of just turned around right. and was like there somebody... fly? is there a flyer around here yeah. what happened <laughs> dude it was it was like I tapped him on the shoulder it was unbelievable so not only does he win the calves contest, yes. but that buttocks, man, it is.
0: Major Cheekage. Those cheeks,
3: man. Those cheeks, they clap. He's the Master Cheeks. <laughs> master Cheeks. He is Master Cheeks. That is Master <laughs> Cheeks
0: it, man. right here, boy. It oh, yeah, was, was so funny when you told the story. And his wife is oh, my, Yeah, My She's wife came howling. with me, and she'd been
1: hanging out at the pool, but we all went to dinner. And then you're telling yeah. this half of the restaurant. Could probably hear this yeah. story, but my <laughs>
0: Travis <laughs> is not quiet, y'all.
1: No, Tra- by the way, Travis doesn't have an inside voice. He There's has no... the opposite of a library voice. It's like normal his is five. Is high. Yeah, his normal is like everybody's. Like, hey, you're gonna have a conversation with somebody. That's like five. He starts at eight. Uh-huh. He begins all conversations at eight, and then it goes up, maybe to eleven. Who knows? But my wife. Well, she just was dying. She loved that story. She was just, she was laughing so, so hard. she knows. She knows
3: knows the cheek qualities. She knows about
0: it. All Um, I can say to everybody
3: out there, don't skip leg day. There's a
1: reason for that.
0: Man, the man's (laughs) a veteran, man. I do do want to shout out, like I said, Back for Dead that pulled up. had so much fun meeting him and his wife, the whole team. Like I said, um, my boy Ty. So cool to meet him in person. Logneck was in the building. A lot of great content. I finally got the chance to meet Cross. Mm. Glad he was there. Of course, CB Gray in the oh. building. Good so, Ted, great. Was C. so nice.
1: Seriously, CB Gray for one smile. That's like you look oh, at him. Smile he smiles, and you're just yeah. like, "Yep, I'm happy now. He's cool." But yeah, yeah, just like the nicest dude. Like, yeah. uh, I, I mean, there are there were so it was. So we were talking to Tom before the show. And I mentioned to him, like, you know, I heard and we heard from the floor people that Bungie kind of had to commit a year ago, middle of 2021. Nobody's going to commit to do anything then. So it makes sense that they weren't there. Makes but sense. the key is. Like, we missed them being there, yeah. but even though they weren't there, it did feel a little bit more chill. So when you bumped into somebody, you actually got a chance to talk to people um it yes. had this yeah. it had a different vibe on the floor it was like you have a conversation it's like wild you know it was kind of a building year for the conference i got a chance to talk to a ton of people just very casually which was really really cool um met so many people i've already got multiple guests that i'm gonna work on getting on here um nice. yeah like there's if you guys don't know him j-o overrated i think that's his twitter but it's his name's joey um I know he and fallout play a decent amount and I didn't know this because I watched fallout a good amount, but hadn't watched him, but I knew they played together and stuff like that. And I met him and I'm sitting there going, and I tried really hard not to say it, but I was like, has anybody told you you kind of look like fallout? And he's like, dude, every day, like he hears that all the time. And he has like kind of a mustache going on, but he's actually trying to like curl the corners on it and stuff. Um, So like chatter with him, he's going to be hilarious. I know. Big Daddy T, says I got a chance to oh, talk yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Bife is still a legend. Oh, no Bife. question. Oh, I know. got a chance story. to talk to him. Yeah. This,
0: this is what I do. You know, you got that moment, and you're like, "Yo, I, I can't. I, 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 I'm somewhere now. I'm going places." <laughs> So I'm sitting there, and it was like, because you you landed, what was it, Wednesday? I came in there. Wednesday night, Thursday, you were Thursday morning. Yeah, I was Thursday. So Thursday, I landed, whatever, whatever. So one of my friends, shout out to Dreadpool, who I did shout out. Dreadpool, who's in the state of Florida, he's like, hey, you guys are going to be there. I want to meet you. I'm like, cool. I'll come down from my room, meet you in the lobby. Shout out to the Leviathan lobby, the Costello, the most glorious, outstanding. This place is amazing. But anyway, so I come down Opulence. there. It's opulent. So I come down there, boom talking to my boy Jeff or whatever. So in the distance, you know how you could tell someone's like waiting to talk to you, like in the distance. So I'm like, all right, whatever, whatever. If I don't turn around and it is my name is wife, And he said it so cool. He was like, I was speaking to Ibantis, and I was like, where's Lord? He was like, is Lord here. And I was like, he's like, I have to talk to him. I just, and I saw that it had to be you. So I had to make sure we had our conversation. I was like, my man vibe like that made my whole trip just (laughs) that body he was waiting to talk to me i was like this is cool i made it i i could die now it it was all good we just talked and talked about lore and everything that he's doing it was so good to see him and catch up shout out to my name is by i had to tell the by story because brother you made my trip as soon as i started so salute to the legend
1: it's like I first month in, I heard him and D Flawless, who D Flawless, oh. ultra nice dude. He was, he was everywhere. He didn't say no to anything. We got him on 200. That's why I do want to try and edit it and get it yeah. up there. Um, but dude was just everywhere, uh, doing all the things. Yeah, he was Jesus. everywhere. Yeah. I, I
3: feel like I hung out with D Flawless that whole yeah. weekend, the yeah. time. Like Every, he was just, he was just with me the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Every
0: yeah. place that was part with D Flawless was there. <laughs> yep. Thanks. Um, but, Yeah,
1: I was like, so, and then I heard him and Bife were sitting down having lunch. And I was like, Bife is here, like, on Thursday when next, nobody's here. It's like, I want to go. But then I see literally the two of them having lunch. And I was like, hey, just want to stop by and say, hey. Of course, he would, like, let his food get cold if he sat there and talked to him long enough. So I had to bail on that one a little bit. But I got a chance to stop by the booth. I was there Sunday morning. I went in and I got, like, third in line waiting for him to get to his booth. And I got a chance to talk to him. And between him... I know was there almost nearly the whole time talking to everybody going through the lines and there's, you could always imagine like meeting a celebrity or something like that. It's like, and then destiny celebrities, you know, it's all relative, but being million subscribers and basically as big as they are him and then Dato and Tra- and Danielle, both of them, their lines were long, but the reason they were long for one, people probably rotated through, but they had a full conversation with every single person. They were on their feet. They were killing them. If you saw Danielle's Twitter, she's like, I'm going to be a little late. I'm not sick. I'm just old. (laughs) It's going to take the feet a little while. I saw them go barefoot. A lot of those people just stand there to meet people and say hello. And especially those two, you know, it's just, it's a full conversation every time because you watch the person and a couple people in front of you go. So I just wanted to shout out those legends because they truly went the whole weekend. And I can honestly tell you, most gamers are probably half introverts. If not more, most people are probably leaning introverts. So people have, that you know personality meeting people constantly you want to talk about people that are just drained after two days there are some people who really thrive on social and there are people who are somewhere in the middle and there are people it's like social interaction is draining Mm -hmm. i I don't know where some of them fall but i can tell you it's like at the end of it they were everybody's wiped because they put in their time i just wanted to shout those out because so many people but yeah cb gray was there glad was there Um, I mean you got to see a good amount of G1. Advanced GG. They held down the middle oh, of the party. Yeah, so shout yeah. out to Advanced GG. Oh,
0: we had the powder in a building, baby. We <laughs> was outside with the outside with the powder Trav.
1: <laughs> It's at,
0: all good. Um
1: but yeah, we actually got to see there was a 1v1 battle for G1. They had some 1v1s. That was actually pretty cool to watch. Uh, some definitely legit players in there uh bumped into just so many people, but I just had fun. It was a lighter show, but I had fun talking to so many people. Yes,
2: uh,
1: yeah, and AstroCross was the same way. He was having he was having some good conversations. Bumped into him, just honestly, an ultra nice guy. All those guys were. Yeah,
0: shout out to Amaze. Shout out to yes. Amaze. Oh, oh my god, yeah, I can't think was, of them all. <laughs> Amaze was. was all oh yeah, he was there
1: too. Uh, Ill physics. Cool. Oh, ill physics. Ill physics, Il oh, physics
3: is also super nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just you keep bumping into somebody else And you yeah. it's like and you meet multiple Creators met an, and just it didn't Stop and that was kind of the fun part yeah. of the weekend was Bumping into another person Getting to know them a little bit chatting But it was like honestly just hanging out with you guys Was a blast that was yeah, that, that was, was the, Probably that was, the most that fun, fun. Yeah. Just
3: That's the, the only reason I went I don't really know Any content creators I don't talk to them I'm kind of on the other side of it because you guys Are actually content creators and I'm Press
1: you're, but uh you're making you make a butt ton of content
3: but i'm not a i'm not yeah, a content yeah. creator come it's, on i just it's... sit here and talk to you guys and then i write reviews so mm-hmm. uh but yeah the you know the cool part for me was meeting the people watch this show i met some people yeah. that watch the other show i'm on bitcast i met nice. lots of people who recognized me from fireteam chat and didn't nice. know i was doing this show so it was cool to be like oh, yo man. you should listen to last word uh, uh right. so that was cool and then uh just meeting you guys. By the way, I just gotta say this. If anybody has <laughs> not met, if anybody has not met Ibantis and Cognito in person, these dudes <laughs> look way different in person than they do on camera. On camera, we look like peers. In in person, I look like their kid. They are <laughs> huge. They are huge. They've got big square bodies and all of their parts are just big and round, <laughs> just, just big round torsos, big round arms, big round. Wait, are you calling me fat? Arms. No, just like you guys are barrel chested monsters. You're just big. <laughs> You're big. And so my they've got these Gears of War model characters oh, okay. as their as the thing. So. They are no longer Eubantus incognito to me. To to me, they are Marcus, Phoenix, and the Coltrane, and they always will be. Marcus and Coltrane. (laughs) Marcus and Cole is what I'm going to call these two forever because they just were. they just walking around together. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Just just walking around. It was crazy. I was like, these guys are huge. They'd be like, all right, Travis, let me give you a hug, say goodbye, and I'm just like, Jesus, dude! Dude, Travis is is the guy. Like
1: when you give him a hug, you got to be gentle, otherwise you feel like you're gonna like you feel like you're you're gonna give him like a chiropractic session with like a hug. Just like snap his back a little bit there.
3: It was (laughs) unbelievable. It's like. (laughs) It's like hugging a sumo wrestler. These guys are just <laughs> giant. And so, anyway, the camera is deceptive. You say the camera adds 10 pounds on them, it removes 50 pounds of muscle, <laughs> is what it does.
0: They're huge. They're huge dudes. He kept saying so, it. dude. He's like, bro. He's like, you are way, both of y'all, way bigger in person. He kept saying it. I dude, was dying. And they're tra- also it. tall. They're
3: tall and big. It's, yeah, just nuts that Who is that have? is one of those
1: things that you never know when you watch anybody streaming video content creator whatever you never quite know how tall people are you can get yeah. a gauge of like a, apparently it's hard to gauge how okay EK. ek is huge oh, i didn't EK, know he was that tall oh, ek is like six five absolutely yeah, yeah, he's, I was like, yeah ek is six five um one other guy was like six seven but i mean uh cb gray i think he's like six one six two mm-hmm. i mean he's lean but you also meet some on the other side and you're like hey you're short And it's like you see them kind of both sides because you never know. You just get to see usually about this much of the person.
0: That's
1: true. And camera's always deceiving. You'd be like, hey, hey, uh
0: but oh, hold on, hold on. you I know what? I wasn't
3: nobody I was a... surprised by what I looked like. I everyone saw give... me and they were like, Yep, he's that size, <laughs> he's that skinny. <laughs> like, yep, he's Travis, skinny is a, li-
1: Travis is a pocket human. That's that's what skinny yeah.
3: little 5'8. Everybody,
0: hold on. I gotta shout out in the chat right now because this, this is a classic story. Warren D he said, Oh, yeah, it was so fun cramming in the backseat of a rental car with Clemson down to incognito on the way back from the advanced GG event. Shout out to them, shout out to DJ R. It was like, With us all back it's like a cloud car in the back
1: oh my god it's like 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 four it's like the gears of war guys trying to drive a mini cooper or something i can picture you guys
0: shout out to Warren D. shout out to clemson great guys they i felt like everywhere we were where they were there too which was kind of funny so salute to them that was hilarious that that visual no doubt
1: (laughs) no that was fun and that's the thing about the the leviathan i actually told people that they kind of were like No, that actually makes sense because Rosen Shingle Creek as a resort has like 1,500 rooms, which is no small feat in and of itself. Three pools, full golf course behind it. It's on this like acreage that they bought. But they were the smart person because in Florida in the summer or whatever weather you're going to have, you are air conditioned from your room all the way to the conference center, to the restaurants and the bars that are in between them and everything. Um and you never have to go outside because I know Tampa Fairgrounds, when we sweat all of everything oh, that we have God. on our body off, like, yeah, we're just like trying to get in almost line and dive. I
0: almost wanted to curse you out. You better us cross the street to the burger spot. I was like, that that short distance, I was almost drunk. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm walking my dogs right now
1: in 80 degrees. I'm just like, oh. so no, it's, uh, but that place truly is unique. And they got the big piece of the conference hall this time. I just can't wait for next year. Uh, it's going to be August 4th and 5th next year. So you got like yes. 14 months to plan for it.
0: Yes. Um, wait for me three, please. Thank yeah.
1: You. And it's like, that's actually pretty good spacing for any of your guys coverage stuff. You should be completely safe there. Gamescom you guys said is like later. So that shouldn't be as much of an issue either. But I don't know if we'll get Travis back but Cog and I know we'll we'll be there. Yeah. yeah. August
0: I can do. August I can do. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was tough because to Travis defense, you know, he's got to do coverage. We had the the Xbox Bethesda conference that weekend. Yep. You know, there was a lot going on so you know, I'm just happy, you know what I'm saying, even if like I said Travis can't make it again, we've all Got to meet and hang out yep. and chill like a whole weekend, do everything together, eat dinner, chill, bug out jokes. Oh,
1: speaking of eating, yes. y'all suck. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> I eat sauce, I eat seasoned food, I don't eat bland, boiled crap.
3: Wow, thanks, guys. I'll <laughs> say that I'll say this much Florida is perfect for Remontis's flavor palette. Let me yeah. just say that much. Yes, and sh- shout out to him for um putting some actuals. He sauce. did put sauce on he one of his.
0: On some of the burrito, it,
3: it I- was it was a um, enchilada, a,
0: a safe move. Very safe, very safe, but, but, but it was big. We all got more than on. I expected. We all stopped. The whole table got quiet. It just looked and was like, "What is he? doing? Is he actually putting sauce?" sauce. On what? my enchiladas. Yeah. What?
1: There was like a glaze yeah. on a burger and I ate that. I had a cheeseburger over the weekend and blew my, blew mm. people's minds. Like, yeah, that was, that was the first night of dinner when there was a big enough group of us there. Wallace mm-hmm. was there too. I swear he was everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that definitely was half the evening of what's going to be yeah. on your food.
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt oh, Travis, home.
1: you would be proud. Um, Before we left on Monday, cause we stayed there an extra day and most people were trying to fly back. Uh, we, My wife and I hung outside Shout out to Lupo and his wife by the way Because they were out at the pool I didn't want to bother him because they were just hanging out with a couple friends um, he, he and his wife are adorable and cute as well So that's always nice to see a couple like that That also seem like they have some fun But we are grabbing food at the bar Bartender comes out and chatting with him for a little bit And he grabs this like little Pedialyte packet Because he was like trying to get like You know just like throw something in his water or whatever And Travis to no surprise Guess what I literally what? while he was at the bar, he bought no. some focus on his what? phone.
0: <laughs> he was moving to a powder. Because I had the, I had the hydr I
1: had the hydration in my bag. I was like, dude, just try it. I literally gave him the tub. He's like, what? I was like, just, just try it. He threw it in the water and he was like, this is good. And he's like how do I order it? He literally ordered it in front of me and I got home the next day and checked the website. Sure enough, like literally ordered it in ah, front of me. True. And I was just like, all right, Travis would be proud living up to it over here. So there you
0: go. Mo- moving that yeah. way, out. there you go. No yeah. Doubt, no doubt. So you did he use card. did he use
3: your code? Yes, he did. Ooh. Wow. Struck another blow against the uh, Lords of Gaming and their uh thirty percent off code. <laughs> <laughs> man, we we completely how we go. Well, through. you're yeah. losing. You're losing, losing, okay? He's out here pushing. He's pushing powder on the streets, okay? You're just <laughs> you're just tweeting codes. You're just tweeting, code. tweeting Yeah,
0: doing, I'm out no. here knocking no. on doors.
3: Yeah, he's knocking on doors. Standing on street corners. <laughs> yeah, yo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't.
0: Let me get the super chat. Shout out to MRI Gamer, five dollars super chat. Seafood is so good around the Gulf. Get your life together, Travis. Why don't you get your life together?
3: Yeah, my life's pretty together, and really? it's together enough to never go back to Florida. So, I'm <laughs> feeling that. no. To be Discord fair, people. to be fair, MRI gamer, we're in Orlando. Okay, mm-hmm. Orlando is beyond the pale, even for Florida. It's not. It's not great. So that you know, I, I've been to Miami. There's some good food in Miami. This was not Miami. This was
0: Orlando. No, no, it was pretty E, when you get a chance, check Discord, sir. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah, man, I I, I really enjoyed that. And then we we really give Teddy enough love, though, Trav. Teddy, it was cool to hang out with Teddy Ted, man. He was it was just fun. Teddy was dope. He was dope. And one of the best, uh, like he was in rare form with his audio work and stuff like that. So salute to him on that. That was cool. I got a chance to hang out. Teddy actually went to a party with me. So that was actually pretty interesting. I know because his
3: flight got canceled. And so Mm -hmm. he ended up going to the party with you guys. And I I think that's where he got COVID because I didn't get it. And he did. So he was like, not worth it. Not worth going to an extra party, getting a little sick. To
0: be honest, I was nervous. I did get it too, because that last day I missed when you left. Cause I think I was just recording all day. You were, you were. I I was completely locked out of social media, but um, when the day when his flight got delayed, canceled, and then he's leaving on my day, and then um, we would we like hung out that whole night together. Then we Ubered together to the airport. So I'm like, oh, I bought mine. I'm like, oh, I got it. But I was like, listen, for Teddy, he's perfect i was like teddy's remember he gave me the big heart i was like nah, I, I, i'll take that i was shocked i thought for sure but yeah so it is what it is but like i said i had a great time y'all with everybody that pulled yeah man. you know what i'm saying no doubt cool but, um, yeah man so we got that and i know he's working behind the scene um did you get a chance to read this twab track i did yeah That's and cool. i'll just it's say uh before
3: we go into the twab, since yeah. we we were we were blessed to have tom on today yeah. i just want to say like that's super awesome. And also, by the way, is not a common thing in the games industry. So, Mm -hmm. you know, say what you will about Bungie and, you know, some of their uh, content that you don't like, or, you know, their, their business practices, if you don't like the content vault, but Mm -hmm. it is a super rarefied thing for a, a, a developer to just say, yeah, go and talk to three fans of the game that run a weekly YouTube show and you just talk to them about what you do and game design, and and do that for thirty minutes. Like that is, no. that yeah. is dope. That is super cool. And it's why I think people have such a close relationship with Destiny because they feel like they're part of the community and they're mm-hmm. part of something that is unique and incredible. And it's also why Bungie mm-hmm. gets so much praise, rightfully so, for its community management. Its community management is second to none. So so yeah. good. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's awesome, man. And I, I yeah. just I wanna give the shout out to to Bungie for letting Tom do that and come on our show and talk to yeah. us three nerds and, and also Absolutely. a shout out to shout out to E Bontis for coordinating and making, yeah, that, making that happen. And well. always pushing to make sure we get yeah. guests every week. So
0: yeah, shout out to E, man. You know, I, I wanna give him his flowers live too because obviously, you know, before you know you came on, Trav and it was being him and I had more of a responsibility than my responsibilities picked up and I just couldn't do as much, but you know, he has really put his fingerprint on the show and, and he makes life easier for us. So salute to you, you know, for making that happen. This is tremendous. Like, Travis, you're absolutely 100% right. As far as the bungee thing, I'm super proud because at the end of the day, you know, that's a big deal. You know, to trust this platform to come on a campfire and to know, you know, nothing crazy is going to happen. But at the same time, you know, to say, hey, these guys are worth our time, you know, and we definitely shout out to the whole team that is rare. And we, we truly, truly do appreciate that. So salute the E and Bungie at the same time. That's right. (laughs) Uh,
1: I mean, and that's, yeah. Thank you guys both. Um, I mean, happy to have all of you guys show up live in chat, keeping us going, all the views, all the listens everywhere. You guys find this podcast. Believe me, we appreciate every time you guys come on the show, say hello, you're live in chat. You listen, just see the numbers and everything for all of you guys listening to us. You help make it happen. Um, and getting some someone like Tom to join us on the show was something we've both wanted. I know Cog and I, and then I know Travis, you've interviewed people. But for me, especially on my scale, it's something, that's literally one of my first, you know, dev interviews. I know that's Cog's nice. had a ton of those on Iron Lord's podcast. But, I mean, it's a show about Destiny. We actually get one of the developers on there. And mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, you guys were very cool in chat, everything and everything went well it's just like i mean yeah thank you guys for all of that oh, yeah.
0: and just doing my best over here that's all i'm trying to do the no, thing. <laughs> and i would be remiss if we didn't shout out sky lewin who we did have oh um, absolutely um, yeah. audio to give that's i mean I are, are, their, and yeah. composer yeah to give them their flowers on music because you know i'll be on the front line for that you know yeah you'll die on that sword, sword. Oh yeah, I, I still think they should get nominated every year. They should be in the running for the, the soundtracks that they do. So salute to them as well. Um, shout out to MRI Gamer got you with the five dollar super chat. Also, great get with the Bungie dev Ebontis and much success to all the guys. You um, so. MRI
1: appreciate the double super chats, uh, big time. Great. Um, before we get to the twab, do you guys play the story this week? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did. So I, I know we get my boy that. Zavala,
3: who's another bungee person I've interviewed. If you consider him a bungee person, Ooh, yeah, you got Man. to talk. Yeah. Remember that? If we can that get was... Lance Riddick
1: on here, I'm, nice. gonna, have tr- I'm yeah. gonna have trouble hey,
3: maintaining. All, all, all we gotta do is wait for him. This is how Fireteam Chat got him. That's cool. You just gotta wait for him to start making the, uh, the press tour for whatever show or movie he's promoting. Because that was uh, Bosch, but whatever oh. that Amazon show is, nope. he was promoting like a Bosch, the new season of that, and then he was like, yeah, taking press requests, and we were like, oh, let's let's get him on! So, uh, yeah, just wait for him to be on a show or something. You probably got him. Okay, do Zavala. It. That would be dope. Uh, but anyway, he's the subject of this week's story. Yes, indeed. Speaking yes. of. Yeah. Indeed, indeed.
2: What'd so, you guys think?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers, I mean... by the way. Spoiler. If you haven't yeah, played spoilers. it, spoilers. If you haven't played <laughs> this
1: week's episode, the Zavala Part 2 situation.
3: Oh. Um, mm-hmm. <gasps> I it's, love that idea for episode two hundred. The, the lost word, word. The lost <laughs> word. I That's like that. Be, I like so that because that should never see the light of day. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna, <laughs> gonna have to listen day. to that whole thing before it goes out because was- guess yeah. look,
3: worst case scenario, that is not episode two hundred. And this episode is yeah. Bungee dev. Case worst, worst. Worst, yeah, case worst case scenario, yeah. there are worse things. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Audio only may definitely yeah, happen.
0: We, we got that. we got that option. <laughs>
1: Only you'll thank me later. Um, later. Okay,
0: shout out to yeah, shout out to Terry for making it. Um, Check out the audio. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: we got phase two of Zavala dealing with everything we got last week, and I'm kind of getting this first week of NPCs grief, shame. You know, those two were those hit pretty hard. Seeing you know, hearing Crow just like actually like scream at Aldrin the first time he went through. And then we got our eyes completely opened about Zavala and Safi. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. And the last week it was getting to see he nearly gave it all up and we got to see him completely go through all of that. And then with what he lost and then finally kind of come back and how he was with Shax and everything all together. it's been, I feel like the build up of the first week, I don't know if they almost set the bar so high that the second week doesn't quite hit... Like, the resolution for Crow Mm -hmm. almost felt like it came a little easy. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but does that make... I'm trying to figure out how to say that in words. I know where you're going. Like, Zavala, like, people are crying on Twitter last week when Zavala gets it, and then this week you don't see as much of the reaction because it's the resolution. It's not, it's like up and down. It's like a very quick roller coaster. It's not mm-hmm. the loops and twists and anything in between. Oh, oh, we it's get it. okay. I yeah, it's, well, I
3: also so- think that they, they kind of drop most of their content that first week because we got a whole unique uh, cut scene that explained the backstory that up, up until that point had been exclusively told in the extended lore. Mm-hmm. Never, never really truly canonized in um, destiny proper. And so, I, I do think they, it seems like they put more work in the setup and then the, the, the res- resolution kind of feels inevitable, but yeah. I, with the crow one, I feel like hit harder for me because the crow resolution had been set up for a long time.
0: Yes. I agree.
3: Zavala kind of felt like it came out of nowhere to me. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, yeah. Oh wow. I didn't know any of this about Zavala. Cool. And then, all right, well it's already resolved. Whereas crow, we, we knew he was struggling with that for a long time. And so, mm-hmm. It felt they they hit a little differently for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, hear you. I I hear you on um, good point with Crow because obviously we with the history that's been going on, on longer with for me Zavala's initial was strong because I loved the this, this storyboard setup. I loved seeing the relationship, you know, behind the wall, so to speak, with Saladin and, and him kind of breaking away to do this relationship kind of thing, knowing about the son Hakeem, I, I you know all that stuff was interesting to me but I'm with you Travis like the resolution may have been a little too quick for my tastes you know what I'm saying but I I thought overall the story what the message that was conveyed I was cool with it I just felt like the resolution came a little quick and maybe it's because maybe it's the cadence is back to back and maybe that's what it is and I feel like I'm getting it too fast it's just a little bit a little bit I I I do feel but I am I will say this I am looking forward to what's going to happen with Kyler. Like, to me, because the end of this was interesting, to the way she was talking to him, you know, to absolve his stuff, and, you know, you've been through the mental thing. But I feel like she's holding on to something. I'm very curious to see narratively where they go with her, like we was, we was telling Tom when Tom was here. But, um, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I, I, I think what you're saying, there is some validity there with the quickness of the resolution of the sever. You know, and I don't know if maybe we just got it too fast and maybe it should have been another week between with something else. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's it's not like I'm saying the storytelling is bad because they're getting so kind of a lot of you know, what's going on inside of Crow's head. It's a really cool way to visualize it, as we discussed before. Zavala, we actually get to see his backstory and him having to face his painful demon that he's been basically suppressing for a very long period of time. And then it's like, it's cool to see that. And again, they do have to have this cadence of, here's the major issue, and then it has to be some kind of resolution to take that nightmare and turn it into a memory that's going to be able to be used by Eris. My curiosity is going to be Keitel. Yes. Kidal and Callus, I think, has potential to be big because we have an odd number of weeks. We have three. We have two mm-hmm. that you expect if you get the same cadence, and maybe it's just mm-hmm. the three memories, and then you get the clean separation. But is that how it's going to go? Will it go? be
3: Keitel and Callus? Mm-hmm. Or will
0: it be kital and Gaul? Gaul. Oh, I think it's kind of Gaul. That's true. I think some demon she has with Gaul because we saw Gaul's. Nightmare. I Rainbow. think she uh-huh. was his girlfriend. Ooh, let's get it. Let's get it. Like that. That was fire. I like that. Because he we'll was see. selected. He was he was the you know, the, the story with Red War, that I gotta remember it. You know, he was the runt that kind of worked his way up the ladder, then became like the, you know, the, the most dominant guy. you know, of, of all that that he was selected. But what's your man? I like the the, the other the other Cabal that was like he that he was making all the protege right well, but yeah the, I know who you're talking about but the whole Red War I can't remember of, I forget his name now but the whole thing was kind of orchestrated like I said the I love that the midnight coup I love perfect weapon name you know what I'm saying like by all of them to get Callis out of there so kaito's role in that and the relationship what what does she have guilt for or what what's because it's 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 shame for Crow. Grief for Savala. Do we know what the third name is? The third, you know. You know Thirstiness. She, <laughs> she is thirsty. I'm glad you said know? like, yeah. I'm glad you said that. You yeah. said that. She thirsty. Yeah. Is it B-Trav... Yeah. But dude, is she thirsty feels- for
3: zavala Bro, oh for boy. sure sure for zavala oh. no the things on her oh, face it's aren't actually only it's thing- listed in it's probably listed in the triumph rage uh, rage rage.
0: The do what i said rage but is yes, it did. no it's
3: thirstiness guys <laughs> her tusks aren't the only thing that's horny okay
1: Oh my god. I, all i'm saying is i'm glad this she- part of the episode is gonna get beeped out <laughs>
0: You Yo, she be shooting her shot with Zavala like every even after sure. it's a it's, it's
1: an interesting like love slash respect between her and Zavala. That's what
0: I'm saying. It's There's like one sided, bro.
3: I think she wants a drink of the blue milk. That's yeah, all I gotta
0: right. say. She, to, she ready to be woke. Oh my god, <laughs> she, she, wants to,
3: <laughs> she wants to she wants to wake up with the awoken. I think that's I what can't. she wants to do. Yeah, for sure. And that's dude. It's even it's blue even more. In it's even more yes. obvious in the lore snippets. Yes, you guys read those. Oh, I read those. those are...
0: She is extra, extra
3: for sure, dude. <laughs> what? She's dropping mad hints. Mad hints. <laughs> yeah. He he. He, <laughs> <act> <laughs> like he, don't, he don't. He act like he don't hear it. He just oh, he knows away. it. He knows oh, for it sure. Away. Apparently, yeah. the cabal the cabal don't have a word for surrender or subtlety. With with their uh, with their
1: advances,
0: <laughs> boy straight business. I mean, but uh, like it's all in fairness to
3: Zavala, like
1: he's been repressing so much. Yeah. Do you ever feel like if he can finally get some type of peace and closure and move forward from Safi, that he can? I don't know how that relationship would work though. That's so weird. She's like nine foot six or whatever or however tall <laughs> he... she is.
3: Remember when you hugged me? <laughs> That, that's the kind of It's
1: release. gonna be I'm Gears of, Gears of I'm War.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. There you go. That's how it's gonna work. Yeah. That's that's how that goes. It is cool though, and this is again why again, like for Tom coming on. It's like he said it too. He even mentioned about season 10, like the storytelling, the building of the lore, and the characters, like seeing Keitel. Continue to be used, and because she is like kind of a fan favorite, she's got this thing going on with Zavala. Like, there are certain characters that they built up so well, and it's people yeah. who we didn't know of for the longest time. And then, bam, here's Kytle, and all of a sudden, we got weird lore with Zavala and Kytle question marks of what's going on. Um, no, it's very cool to see a character like Kytle. You guys joke about the way you are, but I was like, this was like a character of an enemy race. It's insane. To all of a sudden yeah. see, now that we know this much about them, we get to see Vallis Forge. We get, yeah. you know, we get to see Lord Saladin just absolutely kick everybody's butt up there. Mm-hmm. Um, that t- seeing this type of stuff is why I'm so excited for the story. I'm trying Ooh. not to pay attention to Chad, so we're just going to I kind see Clemson
3: uh, and said everything we were thinking. And yeah, it's true. The only way to forge a lasting peace is by joining the families, Ivantos. There, the there you go. Have you have you learned nothing from Game of Thrones?
1: Yeah, I was like, I got that part
3: from it. <laughs>
0: so, she got those calves, son. Huh? She got those calves. <laughs> she does. Got, got them calves. She got the, right. the,
1: those only calves. Yeah. yeah only, only calves. calves. <laughs> gonna be that's where you guys will find my pictures
0: i am worried about it though. i am worried about it. because I, I i really like the character i really i want to know what a voice actress is um i thought like, it was a
3: little out of character because they that whole season last season was it last season risen? yeah risen Yeah, last season, they were building up the whole, like, friendship and a kind of, like, a little, maybe a romance between Kyle and Zavala. And then Zavala almost, like, ices her to protect Crow. And I was, like, that kind of felt a little out of character for me. I was, like, I don't know, Zavala. I don't think you like Crow that much. Like, you probably.
1: But, I mean, that's, he's still, he always seems to do everything for the Vanguard. He's. before hoes.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
0: For sure. Uh, Very very strong on that policy. policy. (laughs) Yeah. Did it with the has yeah. nah, uh, hey. you? Nah. It
1: no, it's just it's been a fun journey with the story and the lore and the characters that we're seeing. But I think the next couple of weeks are going to be the ones that I'm most excited I mean, Zavala's was shout out to I know like Hazel Montfort on Twitter. She was the one, the writer who the Zavala piece that was her first thing that she got in the game. So shout out to that one. Um I want to see what comes next.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right, I thought of one more.
1: I thought yeah. of one more. Oh, God. I was like, go. I can't even talk because he's about to the, bust.
3: I thought of one more and it's the worst one. Oh okay, everybody. Um okay. if children are listening, turn off the headphones for like five seconds or mute this. Go. Mm-hmm. If Zabala, Zavala and Keitel kiss, does that mean that Zavala has cabals in his mouth? <laughs> <laughs>
0: me. I don't know, man. This is the right version. I got Wait
3: nothing. You. I'm just I'm just <laughs> <They>
0: Messy. <laughs> <They poor> he. <laughs> he like there
3: you
1: go. I look back at oh how much did I make on this? Zero. Oh that's sad. Zero. <laughs> Wonder why
0: wow the chat is
1: out of okay the chat is uh yeah y'all are fun um <laughs> mm-hmm. but truly though like this is the one <laughs> title has been this through line for a little while yes. i know we did season of lost with savathun which had to build into witch queen but we had mm-hmm. chosen before that one and then we had mm-hmm. risen and now title's still in this one and she's going to be the culmination of this season she seems to be a very important character and i think as you said yes I don't want something to happen, but I feel like I as we're know. building this relationship yeah. with her, something might, or, like or she's going to have that, like, moment with her facing off, her facing Gaul is going to be probably know, coming to peace with whatever happened there, but her and Callus have to come face-to-face at some point. That has yes. to happen. I don't know if yes. that's him as a witness and part of the story of mm-hmm. Lightfall or something, but but Keitel and Callus have yeah. to meet and i want to see that yep. cinematic and because i'm, lose I'm my mind tomorrow.
3: my that's only problem I- with it being keitel and callus is a callus is supposed to be the main kind of bad guy avatar so it feels like we would be getting to the final boss too early in the season you know because we don't we still have one more season after the two that are supposed to be keitel
1: yeah, I don't think they're getting right. there yet. I just mean like somewhere in like the next year. That's why I sa- feel that's going to happen. Oh,
3: I get what you're saying, Richard. Yeah. The other thing about it being Keitel and Callus in the next two weeks is, I don't think Callus would be that intimidating as a floating nightmare, right? Yeah.
0: But Gall would, Gall, Gall
3: would be. Gall fits Gall would be. So That nightmare. That's my only because I don't sure. imagine I don't imagine this like floating pumpkin being super scary <laughs> yeah
0: yeah they've already hinted that it was gall when you when yeah. we watched the opening cinematic it was Gaul behind her and yeah, they gave the I ominous forgot, music yeah. and there you come. go yeah, yeah, yeah future yeah. seasons
1: something what mm-hmm. that means title's got to keep this thing going so we're going to be on this journey right. to see who keitel faces and we're going to be standing right next right. to her and i want to see like zavala can you imagine if zavala like took one for keitel and like sacrificed himself like if something crazy happen. Man, I don't know. I'm, I wasn't joking. You
3: can't kill Zavala. They'll never kill him.
1: That would hit way too hard, but.
0: Yeah, I think.
3: Not in a season. If he dies,
1: it's going to be an expansion. expansion, That's what I'm saying. Like, light fall, something happens. Keitel's, like, getting ready to face off. Some I don't, just, like, that type of moment would be an interesting thing to see him actually show that type of commitment to Keitel. That would kind of give all the stuff you guys are talking about That'd be an interesting build-up, all I know. I was like, I just wasn't joking when I told Tom. I was just saying, I'm excited to see where the story goes. And I think, as you guys Mm -hmm. are saying, it's some of the best. Like, every Tuesday, all right, it's going to happen this week. It's always Mm -hmm. a ton of fun. Quab is real light. Zone control uh, has timers on it. And uh, Mm -hmm. this season, or this weekend, zone control is in trials. Next week, um, Crucible Labs is going to be zone control. Everything Mm -hmm. else is patch notes, art, and movies. Yep. Mm Quab is real light.
3: Pretty light twelve guys. Mm-hmm. Pretty light twob. I did. A um, good week of destiny, though, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, right. is, when is the second um, Iron Banner? Because I got to do
0: July the Iron Banner. July 2nd. Got to get you oh, Of
3: course,
1: it's yeah. on the July. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. July 4th?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. 4th. Oh, see, that's what I was worried about. Yep. That's what I said. I grinded the a lot of that day. Mm. Wait,
1: I'm
0: probably only. Iron Lord, it didn't happen for me. I
1: was too focused on Teddy. Got
0: it, Teddy. Got it. I was busy with summer
3: casuals. You can can finally
0: tell y'all something that I did to that. It's It's casuals. How dare you! I I can finally boast about something I have with both of you. You both decided so, yes, 1v1 me we're doing it so yes yeah.
1: okay. <laughs> we actually should do some goofy things like that a little 1v1 should, matches though. between we us should. actually just we should. We should. that could we be kind of a more fun more. goofy moment yeah. no what to i was gonna this. say is uh yeah. solo flawless duality that's done
0: Ooh, so nice. you were saying okay no there you go. <laughs> where's your eye title sir Oh, i'll okay. have it in july are you, are you, are, you are you gonna have it? your you solo it? flawless you working, at... you working on it okay I just to
1: yeah out. are you working on that solo flawless duality
0: next question sir
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right i soloed it not full nice
0: no doubt no yeah, doubt. yeah I, I had like
1: four triumphs pop because i hadn't actually finished the solo without being like kicked to orbit yet so it was solo flawless, mm, so, like all of those at the I same time. I got a duality
0: myself. I can't tell you haven't even done it yet,
1: dude. I'll totally run. Yeah, I know I've done it. Yeah, oh, I, just, okay.
0: I need. I need. I need to do it over now because I, when I when I started it, we got to the end and then we lost someone. We lost. I had to, get to go. But um, yeah, yeah we, I, I would. Yeah, I would love to do that with you because I I need it and I want to start farming the. Um, I didn't know the the grenade launcher. I, even though I got a good role. It. It. I got. I got blinding grenades and but which is solid. But it can run blinding grenade and chill clip, yeah. so you can slow the whole thing and freeze them on impact. And you can you can literally get um blinding grenades, chill clip, and auto loading holster. Tell me, but I wish that weapon was oh, I wish that weapon was craftable though. But yeah, I gotta get in. So I did
1: somewhere. want to ask you guys: Do you you can farm the dungeon over and over and over? But mm-hmm. this whole moment where you've got the Epicurean which comes from the dungeon, which is craftable. Fixed Odds is craftable, but they're from the dungeon. But then on the other side, you've got four weapons that specifically aren't. Is that weird to anybody else but me? Not really. I don't think
3: every weapon should be craftable.
1: But, like, in the same activity, though, it'd be, like, half the raid weapons being craftable and half of them not.
3: Yeah, you should get a sampling of them, I think. I think it it kind of depends on, one, like... Do you need it to be craftable? Because a lot of the raid weapons are pretty God tier if you craft the the right version. So like, do are, are people really going to be like champing at the bit for that specific weapon to be craftable? I'm very glad that the linear fusion rifle is craftable because that Ooh. if that weren't craftable, I'd be like, well, what, dude, the raid it's one? so good. The raid. One oh, or my God, no, the dungeon. that's the dungeon. not craftable,
0: Isn't it? No, <coughs> no, I got red frames doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter yeah it's a, it's a fake out yep yep yeah that's that's, the for, the, that's like, oh, for the that's for the neutral element on this yep i am like oh i'm gonna be able to craft this you were saying travis tell me bro i feel you i feel you oh my god
3: why did they put the red frames on it i thought that Mento was craftable same. <laughs> same.
0: oh I'm, I'm so pissed I'm that's you, the same bro.
3: reason
1: no, you no, get a red me. frame be, you get a red red frame what's the vault glass hand cannon
0: Okay. No, well, I'm with, I'm with Trav. I feel that's a fake out. You put a red frame on it. on it.
3: That should be a signal. Should you should get a red a frame, frame on literally anything. Yes. Is that oh, real? You yes. Can. You
1: can get a uh, fate bringer. You can get a red frame. Fate. Fate bringer
3: doesn't mean you can craft right. one. I'm committing sepiku tonight. I'm
0: doing it. I'm doing <laughs> he, was he was in there. He was putting bad work on that residence. <laughs> He mm-hmm. thought he was doing something. That's I put three,
3: long. dude. I cr- I I oh, I put three
0: storm chasers <laughs> Oh yo, so you, oh no, I feel you, bro. Uh, man, somebody's
1: man. like the slow realization is priceless. Fuck, <laughs> I
0: feel you. You like yo? All I gotta do is two more. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost Travis. <laughs> we lost Travis. Sepiku. It's so this is, this is about as good as when uh he found out about um what you call it um transmog materials.
1: oh hey that's been somewhat simplified at least oh no transmog i was thinking of crafting um yeah
0: i gotta get in there though i, I yeah let me know e. we gotta set it up i need that um I, I need that dungeon i need duality
1: done it's fun yeah it's mm-hmm. At this point, I will tell anybody who runs du- um, Duality, if you're looking to run it solo, you're looking to run mm-hmm. it flawless. Either one of those, obviously. Don't, like, practice it first. It's going to take you plenty of tries because I had plenty of deaths. But this season, if you've ever wanted to check the box for triumphs for soloing or solo flawlessing, lots of things. Lost sectors, dungeons, things of that nature. The classy restoration mod and a healing oh, grenade. My gosh. Well, and a healing grenade that anyone has access to now. You have the ability to keep yourself alive so frequently that it's actually really, really hard to die. It's hard to die. You can die, trust me. It's like that. But even in like a master loss sector I was working on one day and it's like, it's tedious, but I will tell you, it's like, you will survive. You just may not output the biggest DPS, but you will be able to survive. So if you can understand the mechanics and figure those Mm -hmm. out, then it's just an endurance run because you'll be a right. little slower, but you should be able to survive. That's the biggest thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 mod is so good. Yeah, you know. and I know or we talked about it.
1: Yeah. you refuse to use it in PvE. I mean, that's fine. If somebody's trying to solo Flawless it, though, that's where I'm going to point him at least to
0: help. hmm Shout out uh, to Mufu. Yeah, mm-hmm. met him at, there as well. Oh, salute, salute. Yep. Yeah, man. I mean, I get it. Yeah, it's it, it's a good weapon pool. It's a good weapon pool for sure.
1: I, the the SMG, man, I was just goofing around a little PvP just for like pinnacles though. Nasty. That thing feels good. I like that yeah, SMG.
0: So 750s are always good. It, it's just the only issue with them is is uh stability, but I didn't I heard that that one is sick.
1: Yeah, it's just I don't know why. I love the look of the dungeon oh, weapons. They nail those. Thank
0: Absolutely. And that's killing. one of those like
1: a weapon designer. So, I was like, yeah, believe me, I have a dream list of all the people I'd love to interview at Bungie, but yeah, like the Ooh. weapon designers, when they come up with something yeah. like that, I'm going, damn.
0: We gotta get some weapon designers on. They, like, duality weapons are amazing. And then, even, like I said, I don't like, now we're gonna get them some, we gotta be critical. Vowel Disciple Armor, we're gonna have a talk of that team. But <laughs> w- no, that's what I like. I like. I love armor. the one.
3: For the Titans, anyway.
0: Oh, yeah, you guys the... like your Titans well, are pretty like...
1: That one I would want to understand because I sit there and I look at it. And I'm like, you could shade it up. But it's like, I want to know why when you look around the entire pyramid and then it, we get this like kind of darkish green with like a mm-hmm. kind of darkish red, like, and then all the little tentacles and stuff. I'm like, can you just explain where the color scheme comes from? Where all the like the moving pieces that's like, I would love to understand the journey because I know there's a reason for some of that sometimes not just like random colors go. So I would love to understand why, but the art is yeah. Rolk's fashion. Yeah. It's like, it's their twist on Rolk.
0: Yeah. We should have looked like Rolk at the end. Like, give us the red, give us, you know, give us that. Yeah.
1: It's always, yeah. it's, and that's, again, that would be an interesting thing to wonder. It's like, you know, when you see somebody like Zolmak is always my example and you see, Hey, can I get dungeon armor that looks like that? They don't even have mm-hmm. that in Eververse, which is like a good example to ask, but that's always kind of an interesting one to wonder. Mm-hmm. Are you limited in the design? Is it like, is there a reason for a switch? That was the moon aesthetic at the time. So yeah. they went that way, but it was interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Twabs Ultralight. I know we got to interview Tom. Yeah. What else are you guys up to this season?
0: Pretty much it for me. Like I said, once I get that done, there's a couple of bucket list items I have to do just to finish off. I never got Parasite. The Grenade launcher? I, got, I never got it. I got to get that done.
1: Did you do that? Yeah. Have you done the quest at all?
0: Every time I was going to start it, then I got sidetracked and I helped somebody with Dead Messenger, and we did Dead Messenger, and then we did a catalyst for Dead Messenger, and I forgot. I never got my parasite. I think you're going to
1: really enjoy the the lore and the worm. Because you haven't done the quest
0: at all, have you? And I avoided all spoilers, purposely.
1: Go, just go do that one, because it's actually a fun quest to listen to. Like, yeah, definitely... You know, Turn up the dialogue for that one is all I'll say. It's a fun one for doubt. sure.
3: Know. Know. What about you, Jeff? What you got? Um, I'm trying to catch up with my catalysts. Mm. I think I'm only missing three. I'm missing Telesto just because I haven't gotten the catalyst to drop yet. So that's mm. just a matter of time. I'm missing the Trespasser because I haven't finished the quest yet. Yep. And then uh, the last one is Vox Obscura. Dead messenger.
0: Yeah. So okay. that
3: one, I've been trying to get my friends to do, but my friends oh. all suck, including Teddy, and uh, <laughs> they will not do it with
0: me. I'm so I'm glad. I got I got the number one guy. He in the chat. He was in the chat. Room. Sinister. Sinister could solo that. Oh guy. no, I don't want to play with Sinister. He's he's a toxic <laughs> person. He's toxic. What's
1: um, <laughs> he soloing, Master over
0: there? Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a beast. He like I was just there for the ride. I'm like, all right, bro. You know, you know I got we got that done. But uh, oh, Teddy told you it's I like don't... a lit he's getting called okay teddy like, whoa, whoa, whoa. teddy has
3: been telling me that he'll do it with me for like three months so yeah. his his word has no stock anymore oh damn yeah mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah i don't God, have
1: heart shadow i don't have yet though the new yeah, I got,
0: yeah I got got yeah, catalyst done
1: i did get the catalyst yo what's up mm-hmm. Aries? how you doing man uh i got the Just catalyst i haven't done it yet i need to yeah it's,
0: it's nice the the cornered up close and then the incandescent yeah, extra it really leads leads into 3.0. It's nice.
1: That's one of those though. As soon as you see what they can do with like incandescent, you kind of want most of the exotics to lean into that a little more. Mm-hmm. And that's just one mm-hmm. of those. I hope they do over time. Kind of add those things to. I wish I adjust. was a sniper. I keep Sorry. Yep. No. What? Go ahead.
0: No, I just said I wish I was a sniper. I keep getting in uh, beloved god rolls with incandescent, and and I'm like, damn, I don't even snipe like that. Somebody could use that. <laughs> i'll be wild with other stuff but yeah i'm always getting that role for some reason
1: and apparently enhanced incandescent got buffed so if you can craft i finally am i'm gonna be able to craft my first i get the callus mini tool i got that yeah i need that i I just got that craftable frame unlocked i'm on like level two so that one i'll be shooting guys with for a while that gun now grant i don't know how it is on controller but mouse and keyboard for a 900 man that thing is fun to use is it good for you too
0: yeah, it, it's literally the and same it family. good for you. <laughs> I know, I said that out
1: loud. I was like, oh, God.
0: Yeah, I know. He's like, <laughs> Travis is, is not
3: going to let that go.
0: Yeah. Travis ain't nope, letting that go. that's
1: not going over his head. That is definitely caught and fired back. <laughs> yeah.
0: it, it's in the same family as, uh, what's my joint? Uh, the Void one. The uh, uh, Funnel funnel Web. It's Funnel Web family. 900. Nine I love 900s. 900s nine feel good. So, so Yeah,
3: callus um, Mini Tool is
0: legit. I think I just got that one
3: craftable. That yeah, one actually it. is craftable. Terrible
0: role. That There's one I DJ. know
3: because I crafted it. There's DJ. We were talking DJ about has earlier. low standards, though. He's just happy to be a part of it. Really? <laughs> he, has no, he has no
0: quality standards. Come no on. Quality standards? <laughs> he's a hunter. None of them Ooh, well, he's a part time um, warlock on, on Tuesday. Is it? Well, that's even worse. He's a part time yeah. warlock. Salute, salute to them, the man with the calves out there to find second best <laughs> you know what say, yeah, say I'm saying yeah. don't say it loud I'll have to hear that's it that's all right 2023
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll this just be working. I'll be
1: working out until then so then we'll be good to go uh yeah no it's like I literally have my first crafted weapon of the season I feel like that's been I haven't spent f- I haven't been farming and looping you know the opulent chests and stuff which is generally the way to do it, is just the chests yeah. seem to be the way I gig. get them sorry no, I got some from Nightmare, some from the Opulent Chests, probably some from what is it? The Sever when you go, well, Nightmare Containment, Sever, and then the Opulent Keys seem to be well, the way fun. I tend to get them a drop. I Weird how often
3: he's saying Opulent Chests.
1: Yeah. Anybody
0: else feel that? I, I feel that. Opulent Chests <laughs> is where you get it from. <laughs> I always get it from the, the last chest in Containment. Yeah. I feel like it's a good farm for me. like Because for whatever reason, I used to do the witch queen stuff to try to get them, and I would never get it. And then I oh, I do containment, and like, here you go. Here's what you want. And I'm like, all right. It's a good, at least it's a good farm for that. So, it is what it is.
3: I can't believe I can't craft Storm Chaser.
0: I'm livid. <laughs> oh, <there you>
3: <laughs> so, so upset. We, we I'm broke so Travis this had, episode. I had... Four. Or th- three. I had three done. Oh my god. And they gave you that many too? So if you would yeah, like well, I was kind to of know, farming it. I was trying to get deep side on if it. If you would so. like
1: to know what you can
3: craft... I know. There's a collection. I just didn't look. I just assumed <laughs> it's a good weapon. I know I know where to look. I just didn't. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But that's why I asked the question. Is it weird that some are and aren't craftable? And now we come back after this realization... <laughs> Here's the
3: thing. I feel like if you get deep sight on it, that should be a that should be craftable. But I didn't know you could get deep sight on any. I I keep getting deep sight on the same ones. Maybe that's just my luck because I kept seeing callus Mini Tool and Storm Chaser. I was like, okay, these are all the ones I want to craft. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I I did not know that. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. And you've been okay, I, I just looked at in my inventory, and I have one with frenzy and a couple decent rolls. So I don't know. Mine haven't been that great one. so
1: far, so I definitely need to farm that one. But... I, I
3: wish I got it once. Well, you need to do the dungeon first you casual. Jesus.
0: Yeah, I just keep, it, but at least I got the, the grenade launch. But yeah, I'll get in there. Yeah. I'll
1: get in there. Well, from what's we do
0: the dungeon after this? Should we run it together?
3: After I eat them now. All right. So three hours after the show, when Cog's done eating. His thirty, his thirty thousand calories to to Marcus to get Phoenix to, up to, to keep to keep his coal train going.
0: Got to watch the <laughs> gotta, macros, he's
3: gotta, bro. He's got to he's got to shovel that coal into the the furnace of his stomach.
0: Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Let's do it. I'm down. Look at Teddy. Teddy's ready. Look at Dungeon? Mm-hmm. I, I saw Ooh. Teddy on last night I was like, damn, bro. I was like, I want to talk to you, but I got to get this stuff done before. Before oh, we there you go. Mode. You guys
1: run with Teddy. He's got a check one. You'll be done in no time.
0: Oh, we got the first, first boss check. First
1: boss, you can yeah. farm all three. Ooh, nice, nice. Honestly, I've run, run that now. thing solo so many times, except maybe the opening one. You can farm that thing so quick now. <laughs> one, one. Ooh, yeah. ooh. You didn't
3: only
1: at Mattress Giant. <laughs> Please tell me somebody knows that.
3: I don't. I think that's a local radio commercial. I know you it is. Quoted. I 100% yeah. is local. Why would I know that, dude? But if anybody
1: else has ever heard that, yeah, that would be hilarious. I know
3: all the Bay Area commercials. Jingles. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, do we wrap this thing up here?
3: I think yeah. that's it. This has been a great oh. episode. It's like yeah, coming we... home, stepping in a warm bath. It's beautiful.
1: Oh, areas, yes. Had a blast at GCX. I had Tom on at the start of the show, and then we were just, like, ripping on each other for about the last hour. (laughs) Mostly, Mm -hmm. at least.
3: Yeah. We had to get our unprofessionalism out after being professional for 30 minutes.
1: Be like, all right, game face. Game face off. (laughs) Man, did it play, so. Uh, Yeah, chat, you guys have all been amazing. Thank you guys for hanging out. I know we got a little... little off. Thank you for the hundred likes on the episode. You guys are fantastic. Thank you for the super chats, MRI gamer dropping both of them and all of you guys in chat being here, all of you for 200 plus the lost word is where that sits. I will dig it out. I will post it. Eventually. It's just one of those. I got to see what it looks like. And I will probably upload Tom separately for this one as well. It may be like a bonus for audio and then like for your channel as well. I'll talk to you about that afterwards. Uh, but you them. may see a bonus for the audio if you listen to them there. Cool, cool. Um, but yeah, what do you guys got coming up? Do you, are you guys insanely excited or let down by anything in the Xbox show? Any hot takes there? Even though I've listened to most of yours, Cog already. Well, I know most
3: of what you got.
0: I've deferred to There, I've talked about that yeah. yeah, I've talked about
3: it a bunch of times too. You can check out my thoughts on the on. Um, bitcast i talked about it there but yeah i thought it was a decent show um i think they showed some of their games too early but i love the strategy of only showing shows in the next 12 months and i love the strategy of only showing gameplay i sort of hate the whole giant blockbuster announcements that are just a logo and then we don't see the game for seven years because that's how, sir Are you trying to get Beyond Good and Evil 2? Because that's how you get Beyond Good and Evil 2, (laughs) is uh, you show the trailer way too early. So um, I like their strategy. Um, I'm interested to see more gameplay, of their stuff. I don't think they should have showed some of the games that were delayed that clearly still need work and that they felt like they showed them anyway. But I did like the games they had to, to show, and I'm excited for all of them, really. I like Jeff Keighley's show. I felt like it was really terribly paced, and there was a really weird... Uh, commercial by the rock in there. Um, but yeah, devolver digital was good. All those shows were cool. So I'm excited for stuff. I also, are we doing, are we doing personal pitches and stuff? Yeah. Absolutely. First? yeah, yeah. 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 Of course. Um, I played some of the, some of the games that were in these shows. So I got, mm-hmm. to, I got early access to some of them. So mm-hmm. if you, if your eye was caught the Jeff Keighley show, uh midnight fight express, I have they, that uh,
1: demo downloaded cool. right now.
2: Yeah, yeah so I fun. I have
3: played that entire game um and it is a lot of fun and you can read my impressions and watch a video preview I did for it on ign.com. Uh really really cool game. Um also I think since the last time we had a show I did a review for Super Mario Strikers. Yep. Uh Battle Battle League, I think it's called. Um so you can read that online as well. My next review is unknown actually don't have a review right now but i i have a, a couple previews and other stuff for games that haven't been announced yet coming out down the road so uh you can find all that on on ign.com watch bitcast on sundays follow me on twitter at tag travis and uh yeah it's fun to be back man yeah. glad most of my traveling for the year is done because i hate traveling so <laughs> yeah, as
0: you could tell i complained <laughs> i complained that entire yeah, trip did. i was so you annoying did. You did. You did. um but yeah Absolute, yeah. yeah, man. For me, same old stuff. Um, I would highly uh recommend if you guys can. I rarely ask, but uh, we had a interview with um Interior Knight, uh, the developers for um As Does Falls. So it's kind of like an in person event. Went out there to check them out. Me and Solve got the interview up on the channel right now. So it's actually a cool little formula. I mean, I do. I am a sucker for like those Telltale style narrative type games. Yeah. And this is in that vein. However, what surprised me, it's it you can play it is a cooperative multiplayer aspect of it. The whole game can be played that way. And I think it's going to do well in a party atmosphere for people who are actually non gamers as well. You can play on um, controller through phone, xCloud, mm-hmm. and it's really simple. And the story is really good. It's a ton of writing, ton of narrative choices. I really enjoyed it. It was a pleasant surprise. I think they may have something there. So check that out. That is up on Iron Lord Podcast YouTube and then of course Defining Duke, me and Maddie got the impressions up of the Xbox show, you want to check that out. We just recorded um, the show and talking about the whole Fallout 5 situation, Todd Howard's comments. Starfields, you know that's yeah. a, that's the big rage now. What is Starfield? Everybody has a lot of takes there, so come check it out. We find out you'll find out some very interesting habits by Maddie. So go watch that. For that. there's another debate we got going on. The man's a savage, but I love him. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, Duke, mm-hmm, the latest that, one, the latest one. There's a there's a there's some bathroom etiquette. There's a bathroom etiquette that I feel like I listened to most of that. Did what did I miss? Top, yeah, top, probably. um... The, the, go to the section it's called let it hang out oh dear god that pretty well covers <laughs> go it section. go to that section and go yeah. go judge batty accordingly so we got that and then yeah i'll this sunday it should be a big one we'll just do our aftermath show now that we've had time to Are any knees and, on the
1: line here by the way i never know if you guys um, go that big
0: no knees on the line but i think addicts gonna have a lot to say because i need to watch i guess this square show and apparently the Square Show happened today, and oh, Crisis Core and... happened like
1: literally not too long before the show started.
0: Yeah, so I got to catch up on that, see what's going on. But yeah, man, support that, and it was good seeing you boys. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. It was uh, really enjoyed the trip. Definitely, you guys made the trip for sure. <laughs> salute to DJ, salute to everybody in the chat that pulled yeah. up. And Shout out to DJ as
1: long time listener, first time caller. Hashtag Leg like Day.
0: Yes, hashtag Leg like Day. <laughs> the most defined in 2022 didn't get the title, but he got the most defined.
1: <laughs> uh, you guys know me So I'm going to be working on uh, Basically a how to solo guide for Duality that we'll post on Monday um, if You guys hear This one and I get it actually posted That one's going to have a little sponsor so feel free To give that an extra view ooh, um, ooh, ooh, ooh. But share that one because that's going to be hopefully The guide for any loadout not the Exotics I've been using so I'll be working on that one um, I did finish my Solo duality flawless run I'll figure Out when I'm going to post that one up and then I want to play some of these demos if I can get some time in because yeah, like, there's like three that I want to play.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I got a Naraka to... demo too. I want to try.
1: Oh, Nakara Blade Point or whatever it's called. Yeah, Nakara. Nakara.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, that Wu
0: woo... Long. Woo. Yeah, Ooh. that looks That
1: looks good. That was Man, like. Make of make course, course a... I'm going to yeah. look at that one. So
0: make us a want to make us a Bloodborne one. That
1: yeah, produce a Bloodborne. I heard, and then also mm-hmm. it's from Team Ninja who did Neo. And both of those games were excellent. So if it can be so souls like and not demon if it's not devil may cry and if it's more souls I'm golden.
3: So, so this is the problem with the uh, with the the current meta when it comes to conferences is only the games that show flashy trailers and no gameplay get people excited and the games that show gameplay they're always like I was underwhelmed. Yeah, because you were expecting a big flashy trailer like you've been <laughs> seeing at every single conference and if people people don't understand what is good for them. They're like they want their junk food, but they should be taking their medicine. And mm-hmm.
0: the, yeah, this is this Maddie. is the
3: this is the problem with conferences: is people mm-hmm. like the stuff that they shouldn't like, and then
0: me are underwhelmed by this. Yeah, Yeah, was, had a good talk.
1: About I'm going to say, did. Defining Duke may hate me for this one, but I am looking to Forza. Looking forward to Forza. Wow! Yeah,
3: dude, that game looks sick. No, really like mo- since wow.
1: Motorsport
3: Three. Mm -hmm.
1: that's been my racing sim I miss like racing like my friend's ghost and stuff like you Mm -hmm. take like when it's a spec car on one track and you're trying to shave off like milliseconds versus your friend's ghost online that's the stuff I miss and that's what Forza Horizon didn't have Forza looked amazing
0: Yeah, Yeah. and there was like it was a
1: big arcade and it's just like when I can start and track I'm looking forward to that
0: I gave it its flowers after the show I said I know I've slandered and it's just selfish car because I'm Horizon But I get, I was like, bro, it looked super impressive. Yeah. And ray tracing in-game. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a big
1: deal. I mean, and GT botched every microtransaction and pricing yeah. they probably could. Mm-hmm. So I was like, really I, I tried that at my brother's house when I visited him, and I just I kept thinking, I was like, do I get my simulation due? And then I saw that this was finally coming, I'm like, wait, because, yeah, they botched yeah. that thing too hard. I'm with you. The one thing I will say, mm-hmm. if God of War can drop 11.11, I'm just going to have a ball
3: i hate to break it to you what you think so what do you think no
1: delay yes what do you yeah well give me the inside give us the inside that game's getting delayed i hate to break it to you
3: Ooh, Travis, I, keep seeing,
1: no. I keep seeing different things
3: i know well people there were people saying that it was coming out in november and then a lot of those same people recanted and were like um actually i'm hearing that maybe it isn't going
0: this year Ooh. 2023
1: this is, is going to be dumb then because what why? Why? The first half of 2023 is going to have the everything. Reason, the reason
3: why is because um, we had a two-year delay from COVID because yeah. video, it's like movies all got held up the year of COVID because it's, it doesn't take a ton of time to, to, to release a movie, but it, yeah. the theaters had to be open and video games had like a delayed reaction because yeah. they were able to finish their games but now we're really feeling the effects of that COVID couple, mm-hmm. you know, 18 months or so. So yeah,
1: I swear February good. 2023 is the same as last year. I'm just going to cry because
3: it's going to be worse. I know. Be, yeah. Well, some of those games will get delayed again, but it, there's going to be some big games that we're supposed to come out this year that are going to come out in, in the early half of next oh. year, which is going to be nuts.
1: Well, Callista protocol will be fun in October. So that if that makes it, but yeah, dead space two and then dead space one. <laughs> All right. Um, we're gonna wrap it up here. Somehow managed to have like a two-hour show, even though um got an interview on in the front of it. So this will split and probably get released in two pieces. I'm gonna to have to figure out how to edit this one out. But for sure the interview for audio, I'm gonna talk with Cog how he wants it on his channel. But for all of you guys out there, thank you very much for listening. Thank you here for being for this episode and supporting us getting Tom on here. If you see anything on Twitter, love all of his posts for a little while. Show the love to him for jumping on here, cause for him to take time out of his day jump on our podcast is huge so wanted to make sure and send him massive thank you for that one uh but yeah gentlemen we're wrapping it up so episode number 202 won't have a palindrome for a little while but thank you guys thank you chat and thank you my co-hosts great to meet you guys great to crush Travis in our arms. I had Travis in our arms.
0: A <laughs> oh, little Travis.
1: We're just, I'm just going to get a backpack for Travis and be like, hop in next time.
0: Yeah. yeah, he looked like that in the picture he took where he did like, it was like the progression. He said, yeah. that's how I, how you bullied his vehicle. Yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that I, do have, a, I do have
3: a Yoda-ish like quality. It's yeah. true. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. All Back right. in his for young every... loudmouth days.
1: For everybody, thank you guys. Another great episode. And this episode
2: has been... The last word. The last, last word. word. Is it
0: okay to talk now? Of course it is. Stop <laughs> <not laughs> your recordings. No doubt. Uh, I
1: can tell you Carlos was definitely listening because as soon as Tom ended the call, Carlos sent me an email.
0: Oh, wait. But what'd he say? What'd he say? was the vibes?